Rucker Hauer Theater back with you for another beautiful week of this beautiful month. It's Rucker Hauer Month, Murray. We are trending all over the world, Griff. All over the world. Rucker Hauer Month is t- it's, it's a Rucker Hauer fever. Everybody knows I'm obsessed with uh, Tom Hardy, but the rest of the world rightly is obsessed with Rucker Hauer, and we just yeah. we're just feeding them exactly what they need. We're like all those right side broadcasting <laughs> agencies that are out there now. Yeah. We're just feeding the world what they need. A I'm little glad Rucker you brought Hauer. that up because I had I got a call from uh, President of the United States of America. Oh yeah, we don't even have a red phone. You just have the green phone. Right. You like something a little more tame. I mean, he's not my president, but. <laughs> Claims to be the president. It's the jury's still out. We're still work- Cyber Ninja's still working on is it, it. I was is listening. It, is it though? Is the jury still out? Yes. We still is. we got to count the votes five more times, okay. <laughs> at least. <laughs> so he called me and he tells me he's like Tim. We're on first name basis. That's how it goes. You guys can only call me by my my last name. But we're on a first name basis. What is what's Joe's nickname? I don't know. Sleepy Joe. Yeah. Oh, that's actually his nickname? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. So he's like, look, look, Jack. <laughs> uh, I got, I got a, a request. I have to ask you. The Taliban has said that they will let anybody who wants out, out safely. The one condition is they get the Rucker Hauer episodes a day early. Whoa. I immediately said, no. We don't negotiate with terrorists. It's not going to happen. Sorry, this is a, this is a, uh, this is for every go go see for everybody and then get it on Wednesday. And then he told me, "I will give you full immunity for anybody you put in the acid pit." And I said, "Oh Jesus!" So what you have done is sign me up for more work. What what work are you doing? I have to release the episode a day oh, early now. Yeah, but we but we don't go to jail if we. I, I can't believe that. That's, that's a, I can't believe it's a crime. First of all, we've already talked about our dreams post podcast. <laughs> Yours is the fight ring. Mine is chasing down Tom Hardy. I'm not involved with your acid pit. I don't care. Why don't I get like diplomatic immunity to what go? Are you talking for- about? I was just this morning. I was just stirring the pit. I was getting so excited. Eddie. I was just staring into it. Let's get out of our dream Imagining world. bodies burning. Guys, guys, I've got, uh, guys, I've got the solution for you. What you do is you release the episode at three o'clock in the morning UK time, and then that is the day before in the US. So you release at the same time, but you cure your day early yeah. problem. You are welcome. No need to thank me. That's what I'm. Yeah, I think you guys I out. think you're out of something there <laughs> because yeah. I'm pretty sure the time would work out where it still releases like normal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, if we can get around it, I don't care. I just want immunity from murdering. Saying, I, apparently, apparently, it's murder. I don't think it's murder. I I'm think just, it's kind of like do. I think your uh, your president, Mr. Donald Trump. I, I think didn't say he, he was my president either. Oh, I, just said, president. I just said Joe Biden. What was, was your my last president? president? <laughs> George Washington. Washington. <laughs> Jed Bartlett. Oh, that's going a long way back. By the way, so. This is Rucker Howard Month. We're having guests. If you haven't already heard him, he's already, he already talked. Yeah, it's been weeks now. We've been pushing this guests on every show. But our, our conversation, obviously, is too tantalizing. Even people across the pond got to get in on right. it. Right. We, we, he's back once again. I think he's our returning champion. I don't think anyone's been on as many times. 
Oh, at well, least what, for remotely. What, what do you mean? I've got to get on on it. I, I get in on it. I listened to your last episode, and I distinctly heard you invite me on. So that's the only reason I'm here. Listen to your split second episode. You mentioned, oh, next week we're having a sexy Scott voice. Thank you for that, by the way. And I'm like, oh, guess I'm on a podcast. Oh, by the then. way, I I reject that. I still say I have the sexiest voice, but we're, that's an argument for another episode. You're not from oh. Scotland, so shut up. That's true. <laughs> Are you really? I. I want to believe that you. Yeah, I want to believe you're really from like an island, at Wicker Man Island. Tell Ooh. me you're from the Wicker Man Island. Wasn't that I supposed wish... to be off the coast of Scotland? That, that's like way, way north. That's like saying I'm not from New Mexico. I'm from Canada. Well, maybe not oh. quite that that distance, but it's a fair distance. So no, I'm yeah. I'm 26 miles north of Edinburgh, which is a very famous uh, filming location in Fast and Furious Nine. They used Edinburgh, so you know. Oh shit. I was listening to a podcast with, uh, I, I think she's an English woman, and she was just making fun of Americans because we pronounce Edinburgh, Edinburgh. Yep. That's how I always read it. So I thought it was funny that that came tomato, up. Tomato, tomato. Does it make tomato you happy to pronounce it the way that you yes. do? Then as long as you're happy pronouncing it, you can pronounce it London for all I care. It's fine. I know what you well, mean. What I really enjoy is that uh, down the street from me, at least, I, Murray's probably has this experience as well. We have a street named Lasser, L-A-H-S-E-R. But there's a huge community of the area who have to pronounce it Lasher. And it's... Do they? Yes. I just heard it the other day. Back when I was doing the Circuit City stuff, I, was, I met a lot of people who would say, yeah, I'm just over here on Lasher. So. You know, the, the only word... <laughs> the only word that I hear Americans pronounce that kind of annoys me slightly is the the actor who's currently playing James Bond. Who is that? Is it Alba? Daniel Craig? Yeah, that's close. That was close. People seem to pronounce it Daniel Craig for some reason. It's like, oh. no, how it's Craig. It's that's his name, oh, Daniel yeah. Craig. So you uh, you you did all right. Uh, I've never heard okay. that. Did, did yeah, I hear talk- a lot of podcasts. <laughs> Did we talk Bond with you last time? Because I was talking Bond recently because someone pointed out that Daniel Craig is the worst Bond because he just seems like oh. a complete psychopathic killer. We're Bond for our era, our time. Yeah. That's what, that's yeah. what it is. Whereas yeah. we're used to a charming Bond who's fucking all the time. Well, like Timothy Dalton, who wasn't, and he did kill people. I'm actually uh, partway through an entire rewatch of all the Bond movies in order. And the next one I've got to do is GoldenEye. So that's how many I've watched. And it is weird watching them in order because Roger Moore was always my Bond. He was the best Bond. He was amazing. But now I've gone back to the beginning. It's like, I kind of like Sean Connery better. And I like Timothy Dalton better. And Roger Moore's kind of funny. But he doesn't really look like much of a threat. So my whole sort of Bond thing's changing up slightly. But I'm enjoying it. I think I've watched like 17 Bonds or something so far. Caught when you posted that you're watching License to Kill, and when I was 12, and I was like, I really like James Bond without having seen a movie. I think I played the GoldenEye game. You're kind of like me because I like I prefer the idea of James Bond more than the 100. <laughs> oh. You know, so yeah. I got License to Kill on VHS, and I watched it, and I was like, This is long. <laughs> that was my takeaway. Oh, I like watched two it. hours. It's shorter than one of your podcast episodes. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> I uh, kind of harp on that all the time. We stretch an hour and a half movie to three hours constantly, which we're going to do today. Yes, 
We are. Shit, we probably already done that today. Yeah, we're we're well on our way to that to that marker. We have any uh any uh opinions of this movie before we get into it? I want to say I feel betrayed because I've never seen this. Okay, mm-hmm. I, really? I'm, we're we're doing. <laughs> yes, I've never even heard of it. I oh, I don't wow. know anything about the '90s Rucker Howard at all. I'm an '80s Rucker. Oh, '90s was was mostly good. <laughs> <laughs> so, only reason we're doing this movie is to shout out to one of our listeners at SFF Audio. This is for you, buddy. Uh, Rucker Howard's a total putz in this fucking movie. I hate him. <laughs> we need contrast, though. I really appreciate it. This whole, this whole month's about celebrating Rucker Howard, and I wanted like I wanted to murder him in this fucking. Movie. I I liked seeing him in a different role. Not it, so sure about like the movie. A different role. Yep. <laughs> Is it just me, or did he change his voice to a nerd voice? Yes, he, okay. Okay. He had yeah. to. Because I was really perturbed by this performance. I saw his hair touching his, his ears. Prince Valiant hair. I his hated Prince that. Valiant hair touching his ears. And I was like, Murray's going to hate this. <laughs> yes, I did. It really <laughs> irritated me. His hair really did bother me. Good call. You know me. Uh, you're well. And his fucking Garth Brooks collection outfits throughout this movie. Okay. Or was it on Deadly Ground? There was like an on Deadly Ground vibe, too, to what he was doing. How he got a Indian woman to West- sleep with him in this movie, let alone two, I do not know with that hair. Okay, you see, I had a woman begging to sleep with him. Oh, my God. You know, we're here talking about bonds and old. You know, this works into that because you got this really old dude and then these young women. But Mimi is Mimi Rogers was uh, I know Ivory. Well, Tracy. Yeah, Tracy. She's got this like third grade school teacher look going on to her. (laughs) Not not. Not working at all. I I was right there with Rutger. Like, get away from me! <laughs> like, she's kind of creepy looking in this. Well, she was married to Tom Cruise, so that'll do it. She, she was indeed. Oh. Yep. Ooh. Oh, she was Cruise's <laughs> first beer. <laughs> oh, I think no. she's a Scientologist. Though. She. Tom, yeah. Tom, I am not getting involved in this. Tom, uh, you know, stay following me on Twitter, my friend. <laughs> Oh, okay. oh, wow. Oh, humble, humble brag there. Tom Cruise mm. follows me. Tom Cruise, oh, great action. Right, but Tom today? Hardy's dick follow you? Oh, <laughs> <Follows> Griff. <laughs> All the way to my dream. Yeah, it you know does indeed. Dream? So if I, if I start choking halfway through the episode, it's Tom Hardy's fault. Tom, sit down. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> Put your pinky blinder away. Ah uh, man. Okay. Yeah, Mimi Rogers. We did the hair thing. Um, what did I got? Joan Chen. I, I think l- we've done more Joan Chen movies than Stallone movies. I didn't know she was in so many I, action movies. I can't believe it, but I kind of love her as a villain. She's a little did. too over the top for me in this one. I but then again, it. this movie's ridiculous. Yeah, so I guess. <laughs> At the end there, when she's all tee I'm gonna kill you now. <laughs> Yeah. What did I ever love about you in the first place? My ass. <laughs> See, it was good. It was good. Yeah, I started oh, off with God. one opinion of this film, and then by the end of it, I had a totally different opinion. I'm interested. Yeah, because I we'll started see. off the film thinking, I'm going to block these guys. Uh, how dare they do this to me? And by the end of it, I'm like, I had such fun. <laughs> so, you know. I call bullshit. Mixed, I asked. Mixed, mixed I asked long ago. I said, Listen, give me some Rucker movies. And this was on it. Don't even <laughs> give me any bullshit about me making you. 
I'm pretty sure that uh, Split Second was my choice. <laughs> and then I got dumped. Split Second was on it, uh, was but it? we had to give it to our lycanthropist because he's our it monster is. expert. This, this is true. <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, had to, had to do it. We had the monster. <laughs> he sent us over a photo where the monster actually had laser vision too. At in uh, some of the oh, oh wow, some of the early concepts of it. That would have been cool. Yeah, I think we have it right here. <laughs> Stuart won't be able to see it, but we'll nobody see it. will except us. <laughs> oh yeah, what? Yeah, little eyes. I didn't notice how his visor. Really... <laughs> I didn't realize how much he looks like Judge Death from Judge Dread. Yeah, that's so, what Chris was saying. Yeah, Venom meets Judge Death. He's got great abs. Though. That's a great movie, by the way. Go watch that instead of Wedlock. <laughs> but if but you want to see I, Wedlock, uh, it is on YouTube. I did enjoy your split second episode, so well done, guys. Thank you. Well, I hope oh. people enjoy yours because you're going to get I'm stirring acid right now. <laughs> Why are we recording so close to an acid pit? Because <laughs> I just got to look at it, dude. It's like staring into the abyss. I'm staring you, into the you acid You did pit. have a rough day driving over. <laughs> yeah. Anytime Stuart is on, yeah. Murray is likely to be 45 minutes late. <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't care when I'm here, does he? That's what the problem is. He's like, who's, who's the guest host? Oh, fucking. Yeah. Fuck. Weird talking guy. Reading it. He probably says croissant. I'm his, <laughs> his sexy voice back over the other side of that one. <laughs> That's it. I've had a grudge against you ever since then. I was like, all I have is my voice. And this fucker steals that from me? <laughs> Fuck him. Oh. All right, guys. Let's get into this fucking movie. Oh, let's yeah. get to the trailer. Oh, yeah. All right, Griff. Here it is. Movie that is my dad joke for the day. The movie that puts a whole new meaning to the phrase "till death do us part." <laughs> it's Rucker Hauer in Deadlock, aka Deadlock. In the prison of the future, criminal justice will have a deadly twist. Demonstration: Each one of these collars is electronically linked to another prisoner's collar. If they're ever separated by more than one hundred yards. No bars, no walls, no chance of escape. No joke. Hi, Frank. You remember where those diamonds are yet? I panicked after the job. Dropped the diamonds off at my friend's place. Figured I could pick them up later. Then I got shot. Playing with the dummies, you gotta think like one. I know who your wedlock partner is. Bullshit, how would you know? You're my weight love partner. Oh, no. From the director of Jewel of the Nile, Rutger Hauer. Don't shoot, we're coming out. Mimi Rogers. You son of a bitch. And Joan Chen. Deadlock, it'll blow your mind. All right, everybody. Last week we were in the future, 2008. Eight? Now, in the future. Now, we don't know. Well, we're it's, sometime. It's sometime in the future. And it lots of snow, and we're closing in on this nice, busy city street. We don't know where it's That's at. That's why your, your movie becomes timeless when you just say sometime. 
And also, it you can't tell where you're at because you have signs in foreign languages and everything, English. There's bazaars happening, so I couldn't place where we're at. You I can tell what you clever... can tell when it's it's set obviously set in a specific week in 1991 because Mark for Death's on at the cinema. And there's no way that was in the cinema <laughs> for longer than a week. So you know, have a look, see when it came out. That's when this film was set. That was a huge hit for Cigar for a week. He had a huge gut for Seagal, or was that before the Stephen started eating pies and dyeing, uh, his, uh, dyeing his head? Oh, he, he was, I think he was getting into the blouses by the, yeah, yeah, the billowy he, shirts. He didn't carry as much weight in the face yet, but he was hiding a lot. It was, like, yeah. he, he wasn't flowing as much as usual because he had the string bean body. Yeah, I think that was the first Nang Chen movie. I think that might be yeah, that oh, nice flowing geez. ponytail. The flowing ponytail. But anyway, that's another. That's another, By the way, we've done that episode, oh. so go listen to that. Oh. Now, sometime in the future, we're at a a jewelry expo. I don't know what fuck was going on. It looked like that, and I love that. There's like the neon outside. It's called the jewelry mart, according to the sign. <laughs> but then it sounded like they called it they something said different. Non-stop strip tease right underneath. <laughs> non-stop. So you don't know when it stops. <laughs> And the perfect disguise for a jewelry heist are priests. So everybody, Rutger, Joan Chen, and Ajax from the Warriors, dress as priests. So they, they don't stand out at all. They're blending into the crowd. No, no, no. And so, like you said, it's just like a, a flea market of jewelry, like high-priced jewelry. You got people just trying to hawk off like Hot Wheels with a little emerald in them and stuff. And... Or various precious jewels, I should say. I saw the crown's jewels, by the way. That was <laughs> the crown's jewels. Wait, is it the queen's jewels? <laughs> is it? Are you talking about Tom Hardy again? Are we back to this hotel room thing? Shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did slip back into that. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> so Joan actually, she's got the sticky fingers of the group. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got oh, yeah. Rucker, who's obviously just exuding the leadership charisma. <laughs> charisma at all all the charisma in the world He's training the charisma if that's possible has, has, has gone from him for this movie he left all the charisma in his previous movie <laughs> did this movie come out after a split second because he's got some dick durkin vibes coming off him big time <laughs> what? I think it, it definitely did yeah i think it did oh <laughs> god damn it now it's two on one he's got glasses he's got that prince valiant haircut what's going on with his glasses too because it seemed like they were there yeah i guess they were <laughs> this i don't this know came out, this came out before split second split second was 1992 oh, man. oh my god <laughs> oh no <laughs> so he's not really had a good dick durkin yet year after he when probably he probably Oh, maybe Dick Durkin was inspired by this character. (laughs) It could be. So they got all the jewelry heist things you need, the electroshock gun. Yeah. Because they they go to the bathroom. Yep. And they do like a Batman quick change, and now they're janitors. Didn't they beat up three guards who were various sizes, and suddenly they fit perfectly into their maintenance outfits? I don't think so. Okay, I thought we did the classic, you know, uh, No, they jumped in the bathroom. We need to mention that Joan and her sticky fingers stole a necklace, and she 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 can't hide it. She's got to put it on right away. Right, she's like the loose cannon yeah. of the group. She likes danger, Ooh. likes bad boys. Oh yeah, like, uh, like Frank. Frank, yeah, yeah, magenta, magenta. <laughs> and so yeah, it's just nonstop disguise changes because then they're janitors, and then they go to the area where they they keep the jewels overnight, the safe deposit box, the vault, the vault. Yep, and we got the guards. 
Uh, maintenance crew's not supposed to be here today. Other floor. Other floor. They knock over their, mu- you know, muck bucket and <laughs> spilling everywhere. Oh, sorry. And the guys close in to shoo them away. But uh, for their troubles, these guards, they get they get zapped. Yeah, by futuristic sometime in the future guns. I couldn't tell. It was very dark. They <laughs> just shoot electricity. Ah, uh, these th- this equipment is very interesting. Very futuristic. We got very the lasers. Much, yeah. Which well, is, not laser tech. They're just electricity. It's like, okay, it's like a lightning bolt. I, I don't know how to explain these guns because it's shooting... Electricity. Electricity. <laughs> it's, it's like a stun gun. <laughs> and then my favorite is Joan busts out. They have to disarm. or was Yeah, it was disarm the alarm. Yeah. And she has like uh, this long metal contraption <laughs> yeah. with like the grip on it. Futuristic <laughs> like grabber thing your grandma has because she can't bend over. Kind of yeah, thing. the sock thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she dis- she opens the door to the vault to the the room for the vault. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. yeah, that was so. But we got classic bank, you know, bank heist shit going on. We got uh, Sam drilling through the vault because that's how you open a vault. You just drill a hole in it, and then you right. can swing it open. And uh, Rucker is fast to work. He's got a big hole cut in the wall, and he's like. Just playing with wires. He's just touching the screwdriver. Oh yeah, he's just find, trying to find the proper place to put the screwdriver in. And then we learn that he and uh, Noel Joan Chen they have a little bit of a relationship going on. And yeah. so she's like hanging all over him, licking his ear, just like getting Squeezing all about him. Yeah, it's just, very. And he's like, "I'm working here." I'm working. Because you want to point out, he puts on a nerd voice. Like, I'm working here. Uh. And she's and then uh, Sam he gets through with the, the drill. He can't wait to lick his lips. He's got to get the. He's like, hold on, let me disarm the fucking alarm first. Yeah, that's what Frank's trying to yell at him. But again, you guys pointed out he's not exuding <laughs> any authority <laughs> over this group. Training the charisma and the joy out of this movie. Slowly. <laughs> and so Sam just opens. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it." Opens the door, and he's like, literally. Five seconds away from disarming it. And he's like, no, I got to open it. I, I don't know. I no feel impulse like control. This is just what happens in bank heist, you know? Gets, you get too excited. You get too... Uh, the anxiety gets to you. But it, it turns out it's not so bad because it takes the cops like five hours to make it to the, <laughs> the, the vault. <laughs> so they're, they're just slowly... Because they, like they got the fucking Anton Sugar or whatever, like cattle prod thing, and they're knocking Yeah, open, the cattle prod gun, yeah. They're knocking open the safety deposit box. Well, we got to remember, this is somewhere in the future... We probably have canceled the police. They don't want to show up. <laughs> didn't you hear about that protest or that riot in Portland that the police didn't show up for? And it's I all because know. we canceled them. We got we to gotta get our Portland fan on here because what the fuck is going on in Portland? There's like nonstop riots. <laughs> <laughs> the city's burning constantly. Anyway. Anyway. So they get, the, they get the diamonds. and They're all geeked about it. And then they go, quick, we need another quick change because they're, they're, they're cosplayers. Yeah. And they, they change into cop. I, why did they have to change Joan Chen into hers, though? Like, they both, they double unzipped her. What oh. the fuck was that about? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I could explain why they may wanted to have double on their unzipped Joan Chen, but, you know, I'll send you a Google page for that one later. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, uh, they're cops now. They go, they go to their getaway car. Cops finally show up. Yeah. But they're giving themselves away because Sam refuses to wear a cap. Yeah, that's so right. He pushes my hair up. This is my no, hair up. rock star hair. Unlike you, 
and Prince then, Valiant. And then <laughs> at the perfect policeman hair. No one would recognize no one would recognize him as one of their own with that fucking haircut. It looked like he cut his own hair in front of you <laughs> without a mirror. Oh my god. Oh Rucker, I'm sorry. I just want to say sorry to the soul the spirit of Rucker Howard. Oh my god, he's looking like I it bummed me out. I turned on the TV today, <laughs> and Messenger of Death was on uh, a uh, Bronson movie. Yeah, and he's I looking a hundred. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I only got a few minutes into it. Uh, long enough for the murder to happen in the first scene, and then to see uh, Bronson at a dinner with like a woman in her forties trying to look like a go-go woman, like a like a hip eighties woman. So that wasn't working out. But then you have 65-year-old Bronson sitting there with his sweater and his, like, collar popped over. Like, yes, that is nice. The whole milk is on the way. Excuse me, skim milk. 1%? I can't remember. <laughs> Where is this story going? <laughs> Where am I going? Anyways, Noel also <laughs> refusing to get fit, like, into the cop, you know, completely sell out the cop uniform. She's still wearing her necklace. Well, she forgot She's, like you said, she's the impulsive. Yeah, and all the excitement of trying right. to escape and everything. So uh, one of the cops notices. Yeah, they're all hanging out outside, and they're like, how many people were involved with it? And they look at each other, and they're holding up two, <laughs> like right in front of all the cops. Let's get our story straight here. Cops are here. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, there's two. And Joan Chen goes with the cops. And I didn't yeah. understand. Was it just to really sell that yes. they were cops? Yeah. Okay. But she only gets like five steps in the building before a, it had to be a lady officer because right. no man would notice. Right. <laughs> right. She notices like, I like the bling. She's like, we can only wear gold chains in our precinct. Yeah. And then she, they make up a, a fake city. Yeah. Is that how the police people over in Winchester Manter Wire it do was, it? It was. Where was it? Or It was Manchester. Yeah. Well, that's where, that's where I near enough am. Yeah. No, police over yeah. here. See, you would know. language. There's no weapons over here. We don't. This is like, nice try, bitch. There is no Manchester priest. Yes. So I didn't. This is this is very much the Star Wars uh, 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 bar scene. I don't know who shot first. People just start getting shot here, don't I think, they? I think Noel Joan Chen shot her in the yep. heart. Oh. Noel is very quick to murder. Yeah, she's a, she's a, she's a femme fatale. Impulsive. See, I, get, I like her as a villain. She's just fuck it. I don't care. I'm opening fire. She's crazy. Would, would you would you do a bank robbery with her? I think not. Oh no, God no! <laughs> that was a terrible choice. I don't know how. It depends how good the sex is. Like, if you're like, wow, the sex is really good. I'll put up. <laughs> Is that what happened to Rucker? How did Rucker get with this woman in the first yes, place? Yes, she put him in the fog, bro. It's a fog. Like, did she look him up? It was like, he's the greatest technologist. Yes, and exactly what happened. So she just came knocking one day, like, I brought your pizza. I didn't order a pizza. Well, do you want to bang anyway? And he's like, that's a running diamond necklace for a pizza delivery <laughs> woman. And she's like, let's just fuck. And then he's like, okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, he got, he got stuck in the fog. She's tangled in her web. They met on salute of the jogger, and she thought, "You know what? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna groom him, sort his hair out, because Jesus, a mess, and the jogger in it. And then uh, we're gonna rob banks together. So this is not their first outing, is it? Joan Chen, the groomist. I, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm looking at Joan Chen in a whole new light now. 
So Frank, Rucker's character, jumps in a, a police cruiser. Takes off. He like takes the the heat off the other two. He's like, I'll draw them Decoy. away. Yeah. yeah. And he drives away, and then there's this this one cop who I thought was going to be like later on because he looked like he had a grudge against these people. He's like, "Don't oh, goddamn people!" You set up a, a roadblock, and you're seeing drive right by the marquee. It says "Mark for Death." We're like, apparently this is the revival house. This is like the Redford Theater of uh, oh, the future. This, the, maybe they were the in future. Redford. We don't know. They might and they're playing the classic Ooh. movie "Mark for Death." Yeah. And you see the car coming toward the roadblock, and we're like, "Oh shit!" Like they're opening fire. We're like, is Frank gonna die? Right. But the strange thing about the car is it just keeps bumping into the wall. Like, what's going on? What's Frank doing? What kind of distraction is this? What what mind games is he playing? We also don't know what kind of futuristic shit. Do they have time machines in these cars? Can he just blink out into the future? I don't know. We're, we didn't have enough space to get eighty eight miles per hour. We so. are somewhere in the future. We don't know what technology has in store for us. Clearly not. But I'm gonna let you know. There's definitely not hairbrushes. Those are all gone. Probably is a wire brush for this movie too. Like <laughs> oh my split God. second. Oh, that would have been a fun. I look like his hair looked like a pigeon nest. Maybe this, you know, the Camp Police movie came out after Split Second. Maybe the lessons he learned from this movie he took to Split Second. But yeah, I think there was a article written about him and his style, his new approach to acting and his hair, <laughs> and he was just like never again. Shaved it and was. That's why he was so. Rucker and yeah, he's so split great. Second. Split second. Yeah. So the car crashes right into the roadblock. This guy's insane. <laughs> Nobody in the car. He rigged it. So he gets away. We next shot we see he's got he's like Ninja Turtle did. He went into the sewers. <laughs> yes. Comes out with a pizza and the jewels. He's got the diamond. Yeah. And so the next, I guess they're supposed to meet up late, like the next day. I yeah, next day, next night. I have no idea. Time is sometime in the future. Sometime <laughs> in the future, they meet up, and uh, I'll, it's a double cross. Oh, I was like, I'm tired of your dick. I'm with Sam now. Well, yeah, Sam. Sam comes out first, and he's got the gun pull. He, you know, he pulls the gun on Frank, and Frank's like, Oh, come on, what is this? He's like, No, I'll talk some sense into him. And she's like, I would, Frank, but... And then she gets real close and starts doing, like, the fucking uh, the barbarian cover where she grasps at Sam's <laughs> leg. She's like, but I like this man now. I don't like you and your... Well, he was in the, one of the warriors, for fuck's sake. Of course gonna... There we go. So she, she is also turned size. But Sam is unwilling to shoot Frank because he realized Frank's ability. I think he's thinking, I can manipulate him in the future. Owen, on the other hand, is like, nah, I really like murder. She shoots him three times. I not think in Sam, the shoulder, was, Sam was looking at Rutger going, what is with your hair? And that just, that <laughs> just delayed him enough. That's what it was. <laughs> it is, what, it is what, right. yeah. what have you done to that hair? What is the, what, what's, makeup? Can we get some makeup, please? And, you know, and John thought, you know what, time's money, I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> looks like he's wearing a George Washington wig and you're like, come on, Rucker. What happened to that beautiful blonde mane? Come on. I thought I was watching so, the Thundercats movie when I first put this on. I'm like, well, this is like a live action. Or he Yeah, either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he gets shot three times, passes out, wakes up, he's on a prison bus, blindfolded. Yeah, the blindfold. Everybody take your blindfolds off. 
Apparently, this is so experimental, you can't even see where you're going. Right. So they, they had to blindfold them to get there. And we're learning we're arriving at Camp Holiday. New for-profit correctional facility. This is some Bezos shit happening right here. And then we finally get to see a bright spot in this movie. We see this beautiful craggy face. We got a lineup of all of our prisoners. There's maybe 20 of them. Yeah. And then when we get inside, there's about 200 of them. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, how many are there? But anyways, these are the new recruits. And we're see- we've got them all lined up. We're about to learn a we lot. We notice there's women, too. We're like, what's going on with this? Oh, yeah. Mixed. Co-ed prison. Yeah, it's now? co-ed prison. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we got the line up, and we're going down the line, and just like you said, go ahead, keep building this up. Oh, we just see this little wispy Bronson-esque mustache, this craggy face. It's Danny Trejo, people. Mm. Nice little guest spot by because you, you know, anytime there's a movie that takes place in prison, back then you had to have a Danny Trejo cameo. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yep. <laughs> and he does a great job. He looks just like a prisoner, right? And he immediately <laughs> is like. I don't see any fucking fences here. Like, he's selling this to the audience so well. That wasn't in the script. Danny was like, you need to explain to your audience exactly what's going on, that this is just an open prison. This is a prison. See, this is how they sold it to the fucking liberals, is they said, we're going to do this new thing. It's going to be an open. We're going to use technology to keep people. We're going to give them nice, high-tech jobs. We're going to have them working in Agile scrums. It's going to be great for their, you know, they're going to leave here and they're going to get fucking six-figure jobs down in Silicon Valley. They were working on computer chips. So, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I thought they were just bringing the, the Spark Factory back to America. I think, <laughs> it seemed like that, too. Flying. I love that half <laughs> the hallways were just pipes and everything. <laughs> it's always pipes. Pipes. So, now we see our real villain of the movie, Warden Holiday, who's this nerdy dude. Loves a trucker trucker cap with his logo on it. <laughs> yeah, branding. Trump, it's good no, branding. Trump That's a good point. Forty fives on it. <laughs> Make prison good, great again. So he breaks down what's going on at this prison. This is a whole new i new way of thinking about grading people. Oh yeah, and he heard Danny stepping up and saying, "I'm breaking out of this joint in two minutes flat. You got no fence, no barbed wire, no guard towers." Like where we're going, we don't need guard. We don't know where we're at, so of course that quote is just everywhere. Welcome to the prison of the future, gentlemen and ladies. Welcome to Wed. Pulls out this chunky looking collar thing. Yeah. How how are you feeling about the logic of our prison here, Stuart? I, I I'm still trying to get over the fact it was Ned Ryerson that was in charge of a prison, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying that was, that was kind of weird? They both like the supposed authority type figures. The protagonist and, and antagonist are just zeros in this movie. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm thinking. Yeah. You know, Warden, I, think, I think Warden Holiday's got a VHS of the Running Man at home somewhere. Going, ooh, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if this will work. Yeah, I mean, I like that. I wanted to see him get his face pummeled. I like that. He was a total geek. I could see him out of place in a bar and over the top and uh, get pissed on and then have a dog in the bathroom bark <laughs> at him. But I also loved how he classed himself up later on where he had like the champ- like tall champagne glass that he'd pour uh, mineral water into with a nice wedge of lemon. Like this guy, he's selling it to me. The orchids, nice little nod to <laughs> pile of like kumquats. I don't know what, like, what, what? is that about? Yeah, the set dressing. 
worked out great. I think he did that himself. It lays out what Camp Holiday is all about. You got your wedlock close to cut. Yes. You put on your partner and another person who you don't know. Man, is, woman, whatever. Any of the genders in between. It could be anybody. No, this, you was go, like, this was like 1991. There was just two genders back then. Yes, <laughs> right. he's, he's correct. Yeah. If you go more than 100 yards apart, boom! It explodes. And he gives a demonstration. Got some mannequins up there. Yeah, and he dri- they, they have one just sitting in like a little blast zone, and then they have the other one, and they drive it off. And it, yeah, fair enough, they I, both explode. I want to point out, this movie is very liberal with what 100 yards is, because there's many times these people are way more than 100 yards apart from each other oh, throughout yeah. the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you got to go with the premise. You really do. Maybe they're going metric. I don't know. It's a football field. People. I was just gonna say, a hundred yards is a football field. Yeah. So there's your context, at least for us Americans. <laughs> yeah. Us, us uh, English, how big's a football field? Is that a soccer field? I'm very confused. Please explain yes. this better. Don't yeah, I, I wish I could compare it to a football field because I don't know how what the regulation uh, football field size. I mean, how many croissants is this? Is it a thousand croissants? Is it fifteen hundred croissants? I don't understand. I, I can't understand your your accent. What's happening? <laughs> Are you asking for a croissant? Oh, I bet if Tom Hardy was saying it, you'd understand it, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. I Look, if I met yeah. Tom Hardy, I would not hear a word he's saying because I'd be just like in a fuck. I'd be star-shocked. What, what is, yeah, <laughs> you'd star-fog. be in a Hardy fog. I'd be in a Hardy fog. Yeah, you'd be having a Hardygasm. I would have a Hardygasm. You'd have a Hardy on. I'd have, uh, <laughs> have a Hardy ooh, on. That's good. I like that. I'd go that's, into... that's the best one. That's the best one. Hold on. <laughs> I would go into... Cardiac arrest. (laughs) (laughs) Dueling dad jumps. You've been having a leaky blinder. Yep. (laughs) So so the warden goes, we've created the best ball and chain. Your ass! (laughs) Because you guys are going to be watching out for each other. You're going to be in the herd mentality. You're like like deer that's just waiting to get killed. I... Would have liked it if uh, our warden went to the school of uh, Billy Drago. If he were doing more, you know, hand acting here, I would really appreciate his villainy a lot more. Or, but, or, like or I said, who's the guy? And I've forgotten his name, and you'll kill me for forgetting his name. But Avenging Force, who's that? Who's the, the screamy guy? The villain from that? John P. Ryan? John P. Ryan would he kill it. In- he would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. I think this movie really would. Uh, I mean,. We're all we're all coming out. It's kind of flat. <laughs> if they would have got a John P. Ryan in there, he, he, they could, judging by the look of this movie, they couldn't afford John P. Ryan. <laughs> yeah, because this movie debuted no. on HBO. Yeah, this was a TV movie. What do you expect? Yeah. This, this is pre Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> HBO made a weird little sci fi movie. It, Did it, they make it, or they just broadcast? Our producer, you know, gave it money. The Frank gets his collar. And he learns the rules. No smoking. That's the most important thing. No smoking. Oh, I get it. Because it's got to set up for something later. And that's it. Why, well, also, why no smoking? because this was probably the start of the no smoke. Like, people thought, you're, you're oh, trampling we... on my rights. Oh, thing, like, you know? let's not put cigarettes in movies anymore? Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's when, like, smoking started dying out. People started taking it. I think showing Rucker trying to be, you know, a nerd in this movie smoking, people would be like, I don't want to smoke anymore. <laughs> Rucker's a bitch, and he's smoking in this. 
No names. You're now colors. And then Rucker said, I am not a color. I'm a free man. <laughs> little little uh, Iron Maiden slash prisoner reference there. Yep. And uh, Frank's like, fuck this shit. We, go, well, we, we get a scene. We go inside. We get a scene. We meet Emerald, <laughs> who's like the worst kind of comic because he's working with the screws. Yes. He not work with the fucking of the man. Is the screws a reference to the Jamaican gang in... <laughs> I got it wrong. It, that is Screwface. It is Screwface? So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is actually Screwface. It's, it's, oh, it's, man. Uh, I can't recognize enough to dread. So, yeah. Oh, my God. So it comes all full circle. <laughs> like the Easter Mark egg for death. Mark for Death. Yes. Oh, Jared my universe. God. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. So he's oh got, like, God. the kind of chain that the banks have their pens connected to dangling yeah. from his ear. Yeah, just the ball chain. <laughs> Wait, ball and chain. <laughs> oh, my God. The symbolism hits you hard. He's, like, like a drill sergeant. First, I thought he was one of the guards. Like, no, he's a convict who's, like, working with the guard. Yeah. And he lays down the whole thing. No smoking. No, you're, 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 you're a color now. And then Rutgers, like, giggling to himself because he goes up to the Mimi Rogers, Tracy. Yeah. And he goes, you're ivory, white bitch. Again, she is just looking like such a soccer mom, and yet everybody in the prison. You're in a prison, Griff. Like, we see all the other women in the prison, though, and there's all, like, the ladies you of don't the ever, 80s you, you and really everything. You really don't. The only time you ever see women is the magic hour. The magic hour. You never see, like, when they're at the mess hall, it's always uh, uh, ivory and nobody else, and other women. Right. They only brought in the extras for one day. I get it. But still, yeah. it's like we <laughs> see, in that scene at least, that there's a lot of other women to choose from. But emerald for whatever reason like i like that soccer mom look so he's uh, right on and tracy's trying to say my name's trace no your name's ivory and he's like getting in there and he's trying to like touch her face and everything and she already have her headband on yet no i don't remember i don't remember her having a headband. she has she yeah yeah she had a headband headband. Headband. she's a big fan of the karate kid i think yeah that had to be a Frank oh, gives a little chortle. Yeah, Frank's chortling because he's learning about this n- new naming color scheme system. Right. Like, there's only eight colors in the world. <laughs> We've already run out. You call me Roy, then. Roy G. Bev. How does Emerald, because he's the one that gives all the colors out, how does he remember them? Because he changes order at one point. He's like, you're blue, green, red. And then he goes over to somebody else and like, and you're white. And then he goes back to the... So how, how does he remember whether, you know... I might be green, and then I go, no, my name's blue. How's he going to remember? It's full of shit. I, I was thinking the exact same thing, because as we go further in the movie, there's so many people in this prison. Like I said, it. there's 20 people outside, then we get inside, and there's like 200 to 2,000 people. Yeah. How, has he, how does he know all these colors, all these shades in between? How? Like, his friend's name is... I, how do you pronounce it? Puce. Puce. His friend's <laughs> name is Puce. Perfect name for a rat, though. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I believe he's a shade of purple, I think. He just works think, so... Like, go ahead. Just think there's a prisoner in there called, like, Mauve with a shade of gray or something. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. brown with a hint of blue? Come here. Go clean the yard. I like that no, no. Emerald has been... He's been in here, let's say, a year. He's been saving Ivory. For, for the, the perfect third, white woman? For the perfect third grade soccer mom. He's been waiting for her, and she's finally flowed into his little burrow here, and he's so fucking stoked on it. But Frank isn't. He's like I said, she's chortling away. He's like, you think that's funny? You think that's funny? Magenta? He burn, need- sick burn. You never want to be called magenta. Did he knee him? 
Did he abuse him here, or did he just call him Magenta? I don't I think remember. He just got in his face. Just got in his face. Okay. So now we've, we're going to figure out what. Well, what, he's is... also offended by his Prince Valiant. Oh, who here. isn't? <laughs> I <was>. Ivory. <laughs> he should and call them Blondie. Ivory and Teal. There's the two people that aren't offended by his hair. So we we, were, we said this is for profit. Uh, uh, prison. Prison. Yeah. Slave so, wages. They're bringing back. I've always said we we come from the land of spark factories, Detroit. Like mm-hmm. they're dying off, and they're trying to bring them back. Yeah. So they're brought into the sparks factory. Sparks are flying everywhere, and then there's like microchips and shit. I don't know That's really what, what I was they're doing. Saying. This is like uh, this why is, is there welding going on? Right. This is a very interesting jobs program that they again are being given slave wages for. Well, they're prisoners. I don't think they're getting any wages. Well, that doesn't mean slavery is okay. <laughs> well, that's what they do now. You get like five cents a fucking hour or something in prison. A packet of ramen is uh, the going rate at the uh, prisons these days. And this is where Frank meets Teal. Because every movie where a white guy goes to prison, he meets a saintly black man who gives him the tells him the ropes. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. We've seen them all. Stuart, cast this movie. Cast Teal for us if we did this movie today. Oh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Okay. I say Kevin Hart. Would he have tape on his black large frame glasses? Did he have tape on his uh, That's what I'm asking about our modern version of this movie. I, don't know if, I think we're a little more subtle now. We're I mean, a little more 80s, subtle. 80s, definitely. In the 80s, oh my Pocket God. Pocket protector. <laughs> Why are you slapping your mic away? Because <laughs> I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. <laughs> comb in the hair. There'd be one of them. Just I never quite understood that. But yeah, that'd be there. If it was yeah. Done oh, the yeah. yeah. The, the throw yeah. pick, yeah. His name's Teal, if we hadn't pointed it out already. Yeah. And uh, like I said, Teal is working with little gadgets. He's soldering chips together and everything. And he's got this big, like, like cylinder. Yeah, chips on top of he's, Yeah, he's just, like, soldering <laughs> chips to this plastic thermos. And it's like, what are you fucking doing here? And he explains, these are, like, water converter uh, limiter things. Conserver, yeah. It's so. a low-flush toilet. And we know <laughs> that Donald Trump clearly didn't get his way in this future because Donald Trump right. gave us back good toilets. Right. We waste nine and a half gallons per flush now, thanks to Donald Trump. <laughs> we don't waste. We enjoy. <laughs> we enjoy. Well, while yeah. half of the South is flooding right now, we're just flushing because our toilets Because there's a subplot where... Uh, much like today, LA is going through a drought, so you can only sh- you can either shave, shower, or shit once a day. Once a only day. one of them. <laughs> That's rough, and it's just a thermos of water you get to use. We have that in the UK. People keep panic buying toilet rolls and pasta for some reason. So that's still that started up again. That's still so, a thing. Yeah, yeah that happens yeah, here. It, it's it, happening everywhere. It died down for a while, and then it looks like it's ramping back up again. So it's oh weird. shit. That sucks. We, I don't. I, I have I've, I've been rushing out to get my horse dewormer. Got to get that ivermectin, man. Yeah, I'll take that. Fuck uh, <laughs> a, a vaccine. I'll take horse dewormer. That's proven. I have heard that it's been used for humans in the past for various things, but still, it was like hearing Joe Rogan be like, "You don't need to do that. You just need to be in good shape, like me." And then when he, he got it, like cocktail. Of he, think, he lists off like fourteen things. He's like, "I got an IV drip. I got a nurse here full time. I took the." It's like shut the fuck up. Go get the vaccine. It's fucking free. Anyway, still injecting myself in. with sunlight and bleach. That's still a thing. That works. That's good. You guys, yeah. do you get, have you been getting a good amount of sunlight? Do you feel like you're getting enough sunlight into you? We live in the UK. We don't get any sun. I have to That's Google why, what yeah. the sun looks like. No. 
<laughs> so do you have like a really good monitor that gets incredibly bright and you put on photos of the sun and then you just, you know. Yeah, I just keep watching Daddy Boyle's sunshine. It's like, ooh, that's what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> well, as we've learned from our buddy Joe Coleman, a tan fixes everything. Tan and fixes Max everything. Thunderdome is how I get yeah. my summer by watching Thunderdome. <laughs> there we it's go. Like my life. <laughs> so the warden comes in. He's like, uh, Magenta, I'd like to talk to you. Frank goes to meet Teal. Immediately, Frank is just like, what, what, what is the Iron Maiden sign? I'm not a, I'm not a color. I'm a man. I'm, a, yeah, I'm, I'm not a color. I'm a free man. He uses his name, and he, he fucking gets his finger smashed for it. You're magenta. But yeah, Teal working on things, but our warden comes in. He's like, I'd like to talk to you. Come to my office. And this is where he has the tray of kumquats piled up <laughs> and the orchids. It's very sparse. Uh, very interesting uh, office. And we see that he's like, let's cut the shit. I know you know where the diamonds are. Hmm. And I want them. You give them to me, and I'll make your, I'll make your fucking stay in this prison beautiful. First of all, I would, I thought- if I had to be in prison, I'd rather be in this prison. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you, so I give up my name. I can fuck like an hour a day. Three hours, really. They say call it magic hour, but it's, it's magical because it's three. Because he's a seven to ten. <laughs> I don't and know. I can fuck women. I mean, what's wrong with this? <laughs> I really don't know what to say about this prison because it's like you have the slave work, or is it like a jobs program? Are they helping people after they get out? But then it's like, do they have the water? They they seem to have real food. They have there. enough for their floaters. They have. If you haven't gotten into yet. <laughs> another Joe Joe Rogan favorite. They have deprecation tanks. Is that what they're called? They're called sensory yeah deprivation. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Joe Rogan loves those. Would he you do that? I would them. never do that. Would you do that? I would. I would freak I would. out. I would do that. Yeah. yeah. I would do a I'd do a deprivation one. I wouldn't do a defecation one because that's a very different one. I don't oh, is that what I said? <laughs> well, he does one later it, on. It does become does. a deprivation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. An accurate no, that would ooh, That would creep me out. I, I get too claustrophobic. Mm. But, uh,. So he's like, yeah, just give me the deets about the diamonds. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I thought he was going to release them. I thought that was what no, the deal was No, gonna you're be. just going to make it make like it better. Easy. You know? Okay. Uh, yeah, so, you know, he's trying to get the diamonds off. And he's like, I don't know where they ended up. Everybody knows you know. Just tell me. And he's got his uh, gardening shears on him, which yeah. apparently are incredibly sharp. And at one point, Rucker actually snatches him from the warden's hand. And he's got him, and he's pointing him at him like he's going to stab him. I ought to kill you. It's yeah. like, go ahead. I, I know, I know you, like, you have... Cut your hair. Cut your hair. <laughs> Jesus. That's what he should have done with it. Cut his mop off. Yeah. He's like, I know the cut of your jib. You could never murder. You could rob. You could steal. But you could never murder. And he just mm-hmm. relents. He cans over the shear. He's like, you're right. I can't bitch yeah and he flicks his hair across his shoulder and walks out yeah he gets excused and he's like i'll work on you later i have a feeling you'll be willing to talk uh as the days go by so it's lunchtime bro yep and frank's gotta head down to the mess hall and there's a beautiful sign set up outside and he has to go underground to get to it (laughs) there's pipes everywhere where there's just pipes what is this place and you hear this beautiful voice hey man what the fuck any trail and he gets his throat slashed by emerald. Yeah, right under the collar. Right under it. Right under it. So what does this mean for the person he's attached to? <laughs> yeah, it's, I guess they're dead. I don't know. And also, now we have an odd number. 
Maybe yeah. Oh, do what? What did they, maybe they, they have to have an even number of prisoners here? Yeah, they always have to have an even number. Of prisoners. So what well, did no, they do the, with the person? The, the guy would be fine because it's the wedlock collar wasn't tampered with, was it? So the collar is still attached to Trio's neck, so it wouldn't have gone off. Right. So it's fine. Right, but okay. What did they get to do with the body? Are they just leaving it there, or they get to dump it somewhere, thus possibly putting it beyond the hundred yards? And blowing him up. Right. Emerald, I have to imagine, knows who he's wedlocked to because he's yeah. the warden's rat. Right. They will, well, we they will do a prison remake of Weekend at Bernie's. That sounds like a movie for me. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch that all day. See, this is the genius of not knowing who your partner is because if you did, I'd chop Trail's head off, take the collar, take the and collar. put it in my pocket, and then. That's all you got to yeah. do. You can go wherever how, you want. How, what's the, the life of the batteries to these things? They run on batteries. Are they nuclear-powered like Infrared? <laughs> because you think you just wait for the batteries to die out. Would that negate the whole thing? In this future, we have finally solved batteries. We have no water. solar-powered. But we finally found, figured out batteries. Uh, no, they're just perpetual motion machines. They constantly so recharge there's a, themselves. There's a gerbil inside of it that runs in a wheel? Yes, <laughs> there's a gerbil in there. And also the gerbil is infinite. They're, uh, they're Highlanders. They found Highlander gerbils that they breeded that turn a little fucking circuit <laughs> in the collar. So he, a- he, he witnesses a murder and he says, well, time to eat. He turns around, but there's like one hallway that we've established here. But he somehow still ends up on the other side of that hallway in the mess hall. In the mess hall, he meets up with Teal. Teal's like, he's there. He's showing him the ropes. He's like, I'm your black messiah. Let me tell you what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. And he does it. I think Frank sits down and immediately tells him about the murder he just witnessed. <laughs> yeah. And I think Teal tells him, like, yeah, Emerald's part of the executioners. Like, he was saying there was, like, a big yeah, gang war yeah, in here. Yeah, he was in a gang, so he'll, he's willing to kill. You don't fuck with. Okay. And that quick- He was in the Gramercy Rift. That quickly moved on to Teal trying to tell him, like, again, this, this sandwich, I'm not a sandwich person, Murray. This looked like a pretty classic sandwich. Didn't look sad or I anything. Didn't, I didn't even notice it, so I don't think it was that. I was, I was offended by the sandwich he brings Rucker later, but we'll get into that later. Oh, okay. I'm really interested to hear why you're offended. Because <laughs> it was white bread? Get into it. Okay. Teal, he's like, yeah, that happens all the time. But you, you hear about magic eyes? Hour. Oh, excuse me. What? Magic hour. Yeah. He's like, you can fuck all night long. Well, for three hours. Seven three to hours. ten. Five minutes. Bang the bronze. I minutes. I'm just going to visit. Yeah, and as many as you want. You just fit them in that magic hour. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like junior high prom. <laughs> Except exactly. with fucking, probably. There's probably like one couple out of uh, junior high prom that goes off to the bathroom and bangs. And then as they're talking about that, we hear Ivory, did somebody talk about say fucking? And then she's like all over Frank. Jesus Christ. This, again, they are giving me shades of evil in this Ivory character because you know what she's doing? She's clawing all over him, hands all over him, getting face to face with him immediately with that face. You cut yourself. It's jagged. Like a cliffside. Rucker, the hair, the face, and these young women hanging on you, not working out well. So she's all up on him. It's given me shades of Noel earlier, who yeah. is this beautiful young woman all over him. And it's like, what is happening what here? What is the power that Frank Genta has? When, what, We're not seeing it. What future did we just idolize these little techno people? Well, we techno, do, we do that tech now. people. What, what Nerds tech are people? taking over the world. They're ruining society. How? 
with fucking comic books and fucking movies and cosplay and all that shit that I can't fucking stand. <laughs> That's ruining the world? Yes, it is. The world is burning down. The ultimate nerd who's ruining the world. Fucking Zuckerberg. There we go. There you go. There is ultimate nerds ruining the world, but I'd say they're not nerds anymore. Everybody who's like a billionaire is a fucking nerd. They all want to go to space. (laughs) Fuck them. Fuck you, Elon Musk. Fuck you, Richard Branson. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. That's right. So. (laughs) Ivory Strikes. You forgot he's Tom like, Cruise. He wants to go to space as well. Fuck oh. him too. Even though he's a he's a Twitter friend of Stewart. It's been for many years. I might add. Yeah, that's that's just how they kid with each other. They're just in the Church of Scientology. Haven't you together. noticed in every movie Tom Cruise says "fuck you, Stewart"? <laughs> it's their jib. They they got each other. That's that's cute. I love that you guys have that. Oh, oh, oh Tom, bless him. <laughs> While she's doing that, we see this little emerald underling. Looks like a puce. Pube. He's got, he's got this stringy... His hair is rivaling fucking Rock yes. is the worst hair in the fucking movie. Just dad, dad, it's just hanging off his head instead of living. And then he like, whispers something to Emerald. Emerald's got other shit to do. Yeah, so we know he's evil. I mean, yeah. he's already got the face, the hair, the look. Yeah, everything about him. Oh, Frank's, he's like, he lost his appetite because he had ivory all over him. Yeah. And he's walking back to his cell. Like, do they ever in cells ever in this movie? I don't know. <laughs> I, I no, they just have bunk beds. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it kind of looked like a hostel. It's just a big room with bunk beds all over. Well, yeah, because you got it uh, right. Because you got to be hundred yards within hundred yards yeah. of each other. Yeah. And then, then that's it. When they sleep, it shrunk down again. Then they're just like fifty people in the prison. It's right. Very weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's multiple bunk rooms, man. There's, like I said, it's very liberal with the hundred yard thing. Like, there's only how, so many people you can fit in a prison. Yeah, with hundred yards. How far are the women away? It looked like these were concrete walls. How, how was the wireless technology? Because that's that's pretty impressive. If it can it can sense the other collar through concrete and everything. So Emerald grabs Frank. Goes, Stay away from that bitch. I've been waiting for years for the finest white bitch to call Ivory. I've been holding on to that name. A mommy who looks like she likes the soccer. I want her. She's a soccer mommy. Come on. It's still nuts. <laughs> you wait years and then you pick Mimi Rogers. <laughs> it's like, what? I, uh, no offense, Mimi. But, you know. It, it's just, her hair. Like, she looks fine. It's just that haircut she has. It just reminds me of the bowl cuts my friends had in third grade. That's what it reminds me of. Little boy haircuts from the third grade. What year would that have been? That would have been, like, 1992. Three. A little before this year. Or a little after this year. Anyways, anyways. Then it's perfect. It's perfect. She has a little boy's haircut. So, uh, cut to, they're sleeping in their bunk beds. Mm. And infection, you gotta have that. Oh, uh, yeah. It's every just, prison movie. Just Yeah, every prison movie and every army movie. And we look under Frank's mattress. What do we have here? Oh, boy. Cigarettes, cancer sticks. Can't smoke. Oh, cut it. That was one of the three rules they gave you. No smoking. Sorry, Frank. Off to the floater. And he's like, what? Okay. Take him off. And the warden's like, look. And he gives a little look to Emerald. Like, he could have thrown some matches in there. To make yeah. it look like I'm really smoking. <laughs> Take him to the floater room. Warden gives him another spiel about what's about to happen. It's I like, just... 
just need those diamonds. All you got to do, see, hand acting. If he was hand acting right now, it would have been so much better. If he floated the hat, he does wear the hat <laughs> snug when he wears the trucker. He's always went in a nice suit, but he wears a trucker hat because of the branding. Right. Like you branding said, Donald Trump. Man of the people. Yeah. <laughs> a man of the people. He definitely like pulls the horn on the semi. He doesn't drive it. He just, you know, pretends Oh, yeah. He gets in there. <laughs> that is one of the classic pictures. And Frank's like, I don't know what you're talking about, diamonds. Get in the floater. And it's like we point out, it's a sensory deprivation chamber filled with water. They put him, they strip him down to his boxers and his, his wife beater. Yep. And his, his fucking tube socks. Yep. Throw him in there. And he's just going to be closed in there for God knows how long. Apparently, he's pissing and shitting. Okay, okay. You have to, yeah. This, is, this really is turning in less of a deprivation tank and more of a defecation it's, tank yeah, because it's, he is... It's human stew. Yeah, unless it's like flushing it out and then refilling <laughs> it with water. Adding so much more logic to this Well, they also point out they don't feed him on top of it. He's been he's in there at least a month because he has a beard by the time he's fucking taken out. Huh. Is this... <laughs> Is this? Are we getting into some religious themes here? Is he like a Christ-like figure? No, he's being in his own filth. Okay, because he's in there, and like about a day later, he got this little stubble. Yep. Teal comes in. Hey, I got you an apple and this shitty ass cheese sandwich. <laughs> so <laughs> this this is your not offense. even grilled cheese. It's just like a slice of fucking grilled American cheese, cheese. In prison. And it's like, who wants a fucking soggy ass sandwich? You know, it's like all wet. Bring me a drumstick, something like I can like work with. Who wants a soggy wet sandwich? All you've been he eating is the fumes of your own shit for a week, though. You're gonna have a sandwich, aren't you? What are you gonna ask for? A fillet au fish or a croissant? No. <laughs> croissant, please. Croissant. I would love a little croissant. croissant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I get some fresh butter for that croissant? Oh, he, he, you know, yeah. Like you said, you're in your own filth. You'll eat whatever you can take. Because apparently, right. you're not feeding him on top of it. I love Rucker's acting here. His eyes are wide open. He's somehow looking a little gaunter. The stubble's working for me. He's reaching for that sandwich and he's probing with his finger. Great. Oh, fucking Billy Drago hand acting here. He's probing that sandwich <laughs> with his finger. I'm sure he was thinking the oh, same. So- same thing. Oh, it's a little soggy. It's white bread. There's no nutrition here. This is just what kind of and it's cheese American is this? cheese. That's the thing. There's, There's American... no ve- that's, and that's we're not vegetable oil. We we have recreated American cheese with actual you know dairy in it. But yeah, the original <laughs> where it's just plastic. Yeah, yeah. No, mm. Probably didn't even take the peel off. He left the plastic <laughs> peel off the top of it. Doesn't get soggy at least. I have definitely had that happen once where somebody gave me something and they didn't take the peel off of the cheese. I, I, do you guys have individually sliced cheese yeah. slices like that, Stuart? Okay, we do. We do so, not on purpose, but no, we we do. They're in case yeah. of emergencies, in case we haven't got any decent cheese to eat, then we do have. <laughs> but somebody had me a cheeseburger and they didn't take the plastic. <laughs> Oh. I was like, what the fuck? Was the cheese, like, <laughs> melted inside of it, too? Oh, man. What was the... I don't remember the consistency of the cheese. It was just immediately, like, Because that was when I was younger, and I still had all my food phobias. So I immediately, like, nearly vomited and just, like, threw the thing as far as I could from me. So he shuts, he shuts it down, because we're, we're, like, you know, Teal's doing this on the down while he's not supposed to be doing this. And then the next, the next week, maybe, because he's got a little more beard... 
Yeah. Opens it up. It's fucking Emerald standing over it, whipping his dick out. He's like, you want some lemonade to go with that? <laughs> <laughs> with that, he still has the sandwich. Well, we see a core of an apple floating by his head. There was there? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? The details of this movie. And there's probably, that would be now it's called the floater, because there's probably shit that's floating here's, all in this. Here's my other favorite part of this deprivation chamber on this scene. This from defi- no, it's a defecation chamber. <laughs> Excuse time, me, the defecation yeah. chamber. <laughs> is that... What we've always seen, this is like a Penn and Teller magic trick, is that the door to open it is always one long, huge piece, one big door. Suddenly now it uh, opens in half. Yeah, it's like a casket. Yeah, Yeah. so he opens just the top half so he can stand on the bottom half. I love it. This is where Rucker's finally starting to crack. (laughs) (laughs) Once you piss on a guy's face, you start cracking. So he's like, no! Stop! And it reaches up and closes <laughs> the door. Amateur. No! Go away! Yo, that's right. He did close the door himself. Yeah. He's like, no. I'm, he's like, I'm fucking in my, I'm swimming in my own piss. I don't need more piss. <laughs> he let like the whole thing hit him. Like it took him that long to realize he was being pissed on or something. Maybe I mean he is in complete darkness. So yes. when it opens, he was probably blinded. It was like, oh, is someone showering something delicious on me? No, that's pissed. So then, I guess another week later, the door opens. It's the warden. He's like, tell me where the diamonds are. I'll get you out of here. You know, no, he's still not broken. He's like, I don't know. That's after holiday, I... and he leave vomits and the thing. Of... <laughs> I'm <laughs> smelling it all. Oh, I thought he saw oh. Rutgers' hair all wet and covered in piss, and that just made him sick. You know. It, it he got a beard. His hair didn't get any longer though. Oh, <laughs> beard grows quick. Yeah, that's true. So he's he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So the warden gets on the horn with somebody. He's like, Look, I can't break this guy. You yeah. told me I would break him. Told me he's got a piss phobia. Had a, uh, my best man piss on him. <laughs> <laughs> Giving him a shitty sandwich. Still nothing. <laughs> So they just release them. They're like, yeah, we, this ain't going to work. Have you been giving up the soggy cheese sandwiches <laughs> with the plastic still on the cheese? Yeah. Every every nine days. Frank, takes time to shave. Back to the mess hall. <laughs> he did take time to shave. Yeah. Wow. Ivory immediately on him. Immediately. She, he's trying. He's going down the assembly line. He's grabbing a sandwich. He's grabbing an egg roll. He's grabbing a very nice banana. Still in the future. I thought bananas were going to be extinct. That's what they uh, say. But maybe these were imitation bananas. Maybe they're... Wait, I think plantains are being affected by the same fungi? Anyways. So Ivory all over them. Hey, that's a nice sandwich. You want to put your dick in it so I can eat it? <laughs> God, gross! Let me fucking eat! And so he... Just tries to rush. I think that's why he gets these women because he plays hard to get. Plays hard to get. And that's that, it. That turns women on. They got. I gotta have him now. Oh, everybody. <laughs> sure, that's it. That's gotta be it. Well, who else would want to fucking guy with the Prince Valiant haircut? I, I don't know how many women who would be just approaching him like "fuck me now," and only because he's playing hard to get. Not a casual thing to have a woman come up and say, <laughs> "Can you put your dick in between that bread? That soggy bread." I've been there. So he's like, get away. I haven't eaten in a month. Let me have my soggy sandwich in peace. So he's walking to his table. And then we see a zoom in. He's speed walking. He's trying to, he's very quickly trying to get away. Well, from he's trying brain. to get his like 
mobility back. And nutrition. His, his muscles atrophied. He's yeah, he hasn't walked. He hasn't moved his arms, really. He's been stuck in that tank, that defecation tank, for a long time. And then we zoom in on a shot, nice shot of some size 10 New Balances. No nice. Velcro straps. No Velcro. Well, prisoners can't have Velcro. Wait, you think it would be the opposite? <laughs> yeah, you would. But you don't need it. It's wedlock. It's the perfect ball and chain. <laughs> sure. Oh, it's, it's pukes. Pukes. He puts that new balance out there, trips our boy. <laughs> you even put in the nose. <laughs> you really wanted that. Obviously, size. You really wanted that. And lo and behold, what is, he spills his whole soggy sandwich on Emerald. Emerald just happens to be there. Yep. And Emerald doesn't like that. And he's like, geez, Magenta, you make coffee nervous. Nice little sick burn to put oh, in there. Yeah. Emerald's ready to kill. Yep. And Frank, he's, 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 first of all, he's a nerd, can't fight. And on top of it, he's been deplenished. Yeah. So he can't do, he can't put up a fight. Emerald's like, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. And then the fight breaks out. He wails on him a few, a few times, and then he pins him to a table, and somebody is just eating buttered Parmesan noodles. <laughs> if we want to talk about lack of nutrition, everything in this prison is a carb with <laughs> some kind of cheese or fake cheese on it. Apple every once in a while, a little fiber. <laughs> That is true. You're right about that. Cut two. It's magic day. What Griff. if they cut the peel off do all you, the apples? Is magic hour every day, like like happy hour, or is it once a week? I don't remember. I think probably once a week's probably enough, isn't it? Once a week. Otherwise, the, the I, women war- need to. Re- the women got to rest. <laughs> they need to replenish. I, the warden tried to explain it at one point because he was trying to he was breaking down the science of the brain and how you make prisoners more uh, functional and more uh, better slave labor and he's like you give them the magic hour but he I don't think he said how often it was. Now you Definitely just give them a PlayStation a... Five now, don't you? Go, here you go. You don't need a partner. Just have a PS Five, and then they would be very I, happy and behave. Apparently, I mean, you have a Street Fighter tournament every once in a while, and everybody's happy. Then... I think that would cause a lot of. Strife, you know, people they're sore losers, you know. There's definitely sore losers, but hey, you lose, you go to the defecation tank for a week. It's no big deal. The Xbox like, fans would be fighting with the PlayStation fans. <laughs> That's the, the gangs one, that break out. The, the one Nintendo <laughs> fan would, you know, he'd be mad. The Nintendo <laughs> fans would be the untouchables. People are like, oh, we don't want to look at them. That's what the Nintendo fans would be. They don't be so, Frank. <laughs> Frank is in the fuck room because 100 yards, he can't, he's got to be there. And he's reading a magazine. Was he? Yeah. Popular and, science? And I don't know what it was. And Ivory comes up to him. Hey, want to fuck? It's magic hour. I'm trying to read. Leave me alone. I'm trying to fuck my brain with education. He's like, come on. Let's do it. If you'll let me finish this, I'll come along with you. So he comes along with the room. They're being monitored. It's just being filmed. It's going on, on the internet. Frank and me... <laughs> Of course it is. OnlyFans, they yes. got their they got their rights back. Well, yeah. they didn't get their rights back. They just said they were going to keep right, doing it. Right, because they realized they'd make no money at all. I thought the, I thought OnlyFans was just pornography. I well, didn't even know it was. What else? What else? Who wants to talk to somebody with their clothes on? Well, we I think we talked about it on podcast, but they were essentially going to lose their uh, backing by Visa and MasterCard, so yeah. people wouldn't be able to pay them. Which easily. is bullshit. They would have had to go through cryptocurrency. Yeah. But this is what like the crazy evangelist evangelical you know right does and then business goes along with it for some reason even though it's like 30 percent of our country yeah because yeah. they're cowards yeah they somehow skirted that 
So she's like making it look like she wants to fuck him. She's rubbing him and shit. Yep. Got to play it up for the camera here. Pretend you're into me. Just I'm going to go ahead and get your dick out. Just pretend you really like it for the camera because we got to make it look like we're really doing this here. I got to tell you a secret. We're wedlocked. You're my partner. How did you know that? I've banged a guard. And he told me. Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> Rucker is very asexual at this point of the movie. Yes, and then he's super sexual later on. It was weird. It's a switch. <laughs> and Ivory's like, shut up. You got pissed on by a prisoner. Shut your face. Yeah, maybe he's into it. Water he's into gold shower. Possibly. But they, these cameras must have no audio then, because she's like, the cameras are up there. Quick, come over here five feet, and I'll tell you that I screwed well, the Well, they have some respect, and I know who you went like. Come on. Really? Yeah, really. I wouldn't. Uh, I'd like to hear the sounds as well as watch the video. <laughs> but. So if you're, you know, you're the warden for this prison, you have the cameras in the magic hour rooms, which are yeah. just like the... Uh, the like sliding Japanese doors, those uh, they, that's what it looked like paper to me. Paper doors. The paper doors. They didn't seem like they were soundproofed at all. So this room is probably weird to be in. Just a lot of people fucking noises and slapping. Well, and... Unfortunately, at the hundred <laughs> yards, then hundred yards, you got to put up with it. But we talked about this. This is an American football field. You can spread that room out a little bit. Yeah. Spread that. What if every room was just? It seems okay. Never mind. So he rejects her again. He's like. I will have nothing to do with you, woman, you harlot. Cut to the spark shop. Even if for marriage. Ivory is still like, Frank, I have to talk to you. And M's like, talking to my bitch again? I don't want nothing to do with her. She's got boobies. And he's like, that's my bitch, motherfucker. Yeah. And Ivory turns to him, and he's like, my man, on the inside, told me a little secret. My little spiders told me a secret. You guys went into the magic hour room together. So they're not all in the same room because you think Emerald would have saw that because Emerald would have been all over her. Somebody while they were... <laughs> That's possible. It was kind of democratic too. Like people were coupling off. There was no. So anyway, I can't get into that line of thinking either. <laughs> We've gone down too many rabbit holes so here. M sucker punches Frank. And the fight breaks out. And the guard goes, wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Yeah, because Ivory sold him out. Ivory was like, he was in the room with me. He saw my boobies. And so Emerald just gets furious and pummels him. Yeah. Guard, we're going to fight the right way. Your dog. They hear one man in, two men in. Love one it. One man leave. Two men in. Love one. it. We see Caster and Blaster. They're, they're, they're paired off because they have oh, the yeah. collars. Oh, yeah. And we're like, holy shit. Frank is pissing himself again because he's like, I can't beat up Emerald. I'm a nerd. I think we just Arpen dated two different movies because we know Mark for Death is in this view. Oh, we said it could just be that they're replaying it. Never mind. Right. Never mind. So they're back at the bunks. They they got their like eight hours of off time to do what they want. Their leisure oh, yeah. time. And he's working because he's he's a nerd. He's working on this gadget. Bill shows up. Like, what are you working on, Frank? I'm working on a way to deactivate my collar. Was it that? I thought it was a way to fuck with You're right, Emerald You're right. to win the fight. You're right. It, it was, was amplify the like a subsonic sound. It was something to do with fuck with his ear and, you know, just rattle him so we could win the fight or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, Eel, you've been my black messiah. You've taught me everything I need to know to survive, even though I'm going to die in, in yeah. the next 24 hours. I want you to have my diamonds. I yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to tell somebody about my diamond. 
It's it's on pillow. Home. My pillow? My pillow. He's got a Mike Lindell. No, before he does that, but first test this. this like you said, this little uh, trick he's gonna use because he has to use tricks because he's a nerd. He can't fight. Yeah. So he's like will amplify the subsonic sound. It'll fuck with Emerald's inner ear. He'll be off balance. I'll win the fight. So he puts the little thing on, and immediately he puts it on. Teal's like freaking out. He's like, I haven't even turned it on yet. What? Mm. Oh, <laughs> Stuart, do you remember what happens here? Do you want to tell us about it? I, I think that Rutka was like, hmm, a little light bulb goes off on his head going, that's kind of strange. Let me try it on mine. Ah! It's made my hair stand on end even more. I don't like that. And yeah. he worked he works out that there is a spy in the camp. Yeah. So, so he so he kind of stands up and he's like, Oh my god, you're an informer. And all the other prisoners just beat the shit out of this guy, going, Oh, well, somebody said he's an informer. There's no questioning. There's no what what's he talking about? <laughs> no. He's just like, let's kill him. And he just beat the crap out of him. So yeah, snitches get stitches. I nobody likes a rat. I couldn't believe this. So again, except for Emerald, who's working clearly working openly with the warden, they're cool with him. Yeah. Oh, right, but okay. he's an execution. It's the hierarchy of prison, though. You know, everyone's got it's, look, that, it's that dangly ball earring. The t- TV show Recess taught me taught me all about the hierarchies of uh, class systems and everything. It's a very intelligent show. Very so. Yeah. Now I was like, wait. When we go to the next scene, I was like, wait, is did they murder Teal? So I so, guess well, they, we never see him again. We so, never yeah. see him again. Oh, so they killed him. And I guess they threw him in the acid vault. Yeah. Or they just put him in the deprivation tank. Left him there. <laughs> the next person has to be in there with, <laughs> with a rotting corpse. Anyways, next day. Fight. Everyone's like, fight, fight, fight. It's like playground fight. We get the circle set up. And Emerald immediately goes for the nuts. Fucking hauls off on fucking Frank's nuts, punch sucker punches. Well, on. yeah, because uh, 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 Pube he has uh, Rucker's arms tied behind his back, so he can't even block this nut grab. And Emerald, he goes in deep and hard. Ass. Kicks fucking Frank down a hill. And Frank, as he goes down the hill, he knows the stick. And uses that. Grabs it. It looked like the handle off, like a little hatchet or something. Like it was a little too perfect. It looked like a nice piece of pine that was polished and everything. But he finds it, and you know he's just a fucking mess. He's done. Emerald has had enough too. He's like my my hands are getting swollen. Turns his back. The warden's like, oh look at him. He's got a stick down there. <laughs> what is he gonna do against my champion? Oh. Rucker apparently does get his second win. He manages to get to his feet, just bleeding like a stuck pig. And wearing a crimson mask. Wearing a crimson mask. And it, that blonde Prince Valiant hair, I get it now. It's got all the blood sticking to it. it You're getting Ric Flair vibes? I got Ric Flair vibes. The horror well, He show. did go, woo! And then he put the stick in between his neck and the collar, starts frank- wrenching on it. The ward is just like, what does he think he's going to do to my man? Well, what he's going to do is apparently these things have an easy way. You can just pry at them <laughs> slightly and they pop open, but not right. not Well, they, they, off. they told him in the beginning, do not fuck with these collars. That's true. They will blow up. But wouldn't you think these guys would be fucking with each other all the time? Like, if we I slit somebody's throat, <laughs> you think they would just pop his collar? Be like, 
don't know. I guess there's a little. Well, because they don't know if that that could be your partner for all you know. That was the insidiousness of the plan. But they were still yeah. willing to kill him. Yeah, oh, he went without, yeah. without blowing yourself up. As long as you don't yeah, mess with call you, you're okay, aren't you? Right. I think, I'm surprised. Like modern prisoners at prisons haven't thought of doing this <laughs> because it kind of makes sense. Jesus, man. So, don't give our prison system any more bad ideas. So, Welcome to the Golden uh, Globus Penitentiary Network. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, ours would be Penitentiary 3. I'm going to yeah. need some fodder for my, my tournaments. You know, I need, I need jobbers. <laughs> right. We need jobbers. We need champions. <sighs> so, as you'd expect, Emma's freaking out. Oh, what the fuck? And then Puce is like, no! Like he, apparently they knew that they were. Uh... Well, yeah, because when that starts to beep, so these guys oh. all could have figured out, like one at a time, they could have figured out who it was. Like he could have walked 101 yards because it doesn't immediately go off, as we learn later with the logic of the movie. Mm-hmm. It just beeps. And the other person's collar beeps too. Yeah, so, so you could have like 50 pairs of uh, people just running off in different directions, couldn't you? If they actually put their brains together and worked out which was their way yeah, of partner. Yeah. But they could have done that. But they're criminals. That's why they, can, they don't trust each other. Yeah. They don't. They could have gone. That's a great plan. It could have gone outside and like one person at a time run out 100 feet or 100 yards and then it, it, their collar's going to beep. And their partner's color is going to beep. They could have learned it right then and there. Like, there's so many ways to get around this awful system. This is is the Trump, I'm just going to build a wall that'll solve everything, you know, type of solution to this problem. But anyway, This wouldn't work if Steven Seagal was in there, though, because every time a beep went off, he'd think it was a microwave and he'd run off to get the food, wouldn't he? So it depends. (laughs) It depends on the prisoners you've got in there, I think. It depends on what... How big would the collar have to be to go around Seagal's <laughs> yep. neck? Yes. What era Seagal are we working with? Modern hula Seagal? <laughs> yes, we after, need a hula after, hoop. After exit wounds. Yeah, definitely a hula hoop. He'd look like Saturn, yeah. wouldn't he? We, we'd have to get him one of those uh, inflatable dog collars that they do when they get the stitches and shit. Dog yeah. So Emerald and Puce go boom. They blow up. I oh. did like how Puce died. I I loved his little eh, face. I like that. I love that he ran away and his, an emerald exploding too was a pretty good effect. Yeah, I like this nice scanner type. Yes. Yeah, sc- oh, I I gotta watch scanners again. I need some Michael Ironside in my life. Great film. I'll do. Michael oh, Ironside. Frank is still there. There we mm, go. Could be. I do randomly watch episodes of V to get my Ironside in. Yeah. Your your daily dose of iron. That, mm. Frank is still. Eating the shit. Wait, so like, I yeah. thought you threw the Velcros away. You're dadding all over the place. Are they back on? <laughs> back on. They're back on. That's cooled down. I've cooled down. That's why you're so comfortable today. All right. Well, the weather's been beautiful. I've loved it. It's wonderful weather. So they put him in an ambulance, and Ivory's like, "Fuck it. He's I, he's my wedlock." Yeah, she knows. So and she leaps in, takes off, and like you said, there's no guard towers, there's no fences. He just drives off. I mean, Frank's freaking the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. And even during all this anarchy, uh, uh, Tracy manages to even grab his glasses, and they were <laughs> fine, even though he got pummeled. And it's like, okay, why not? Sure. And by the way, I have to mention this, because Murray's going to be very upset when I remind him of this fact. Rucker has tied just the top part of his hair did back. He? I thought he did that later <laughs> on. I'm pretty sure it was here for his fight. He didn't want his oh. hair getting in his fight. Oh, yeah, that was horrible. That did, oh, It was man. like this kind of, like, Amorai... Yep. 
Ugh. He was trying to channel his inner warrior. It didn't work. <laughs> it did not work. He got and, you know, crazy woman driver. She immediately, like, after a mile, drives off the fucking road. <laughs> What's going on with steering wheels, man? In the future? Crashes. So then they start running away. They're in, the, they're in like, a desert, wilderness-type environment. Yeah, they climb, like, over a cliffside, and now they're just standing over a river. And, uh, and the cops are shooting at him. Right. And Tracy's like, I'm jumping. What are you crazy? That's at least 101 yards. And she's like, I know. And you're going to follow me, motherfucker. Geronimo jumps off. He's like, I have to. So he leaps off, too. So uh, we are 90 minutes in this episode. Welcome <laughs> to Act 2 of the movie, everybody. <laughs> this is where it really gets good. 15 minutes into wedlock we're at now. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well. Where it really gets good. So baby. now the fun of this movie is just going to be them slightly like pushing each other's boundaries because they're tethered by this hundred yard system. So, so they go down some whitewater rafting. Yep, just rushing down the river here, and of course Tracy goes gets in too deep or bumps you her can, head or something. Well, yeah, you could easily be separated by hundred yards going down. You can't control yourself going on what? But she's she's a, she's abroad. Yeah. What else to say? He grabs her because she like drowns practically. Yeah, he pulls her out. Does the titty squeeze CPR? Like I don't. I mean, hey, he's, he's warming up to her. He's a man of technology. He doesn't know how to resuscitate people. Yeah, because he's just squeezing her tits. That's that was all he's doing. He was honking her. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and he's like, you might want to get a mammogram. <laughs> you know, I learned that from Sensei Seagal. <laughs> but it works because she spits water in his face. We get a little laugh. Ha ha ha. And then she looks up and slaps him in the face. And then he's like, I didn't want to do that. And then he slaps her in the <laughs> face. <laughs> right, this was the moment where I, I changed my opinion of this film because I started off watching. I, I saw this film in the, the video store and it came out and I really enjoyed it. And I always remember it being a kind of a cheesy science fiction yeah. serious type film. And then yeah. last night, I'm like, oh, God, this film's really dated. What have these guys done to me? Even though I put it on the list. Yeah. Thank you. I thought I'd put that out. What have we done to us? But then when he slapped her back, I was I, there was just laughs per minute. You know, I think it all started <laughs> with, with Mimi Rogers just looking at Rutger going, why are you checking me? You're, you're not a qualified mama grandmist. Get off. Yeah. And then the slap thing. And I'm like, right. Oh, yeah. This is a stupid comedy, isn't it? And it reminded yeah. me how, how bonkers this film was. And then I was along for the ride for the, for the rest of the movie. Got really confused after they left the prison. And that's how we got welcome was that slap scene. Because that's what I laughed. I was dying. I, I fell over. <laughs> so, I was yeah. like, what are, what are... Domestic yeah. abuse is really funny, guys. And it, so, well, what, 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 it was in 1991. You know, people laughed at it then. So, you know. It was. <sighs> it, was. Yeah. it was a great... It was, all days. To be fair, she slapped him first. And they weren't in a house, so there was no domestic. It was just outdoor abuse. These are, these are the technicalities that help people get away, so there you oh, go. Yeah. They are. My friend OJ the... learned... I don't know, he didn't. <laughs> Shout out OJ. to OJ! OJ. <laughs> <laughs> Loyal listener, OJ's... <laughs> Oh my god! So we cut to <laughs> the warden's office, that beautiful kumquat covered office, and we see Sam and Noel there. We're like, "What? They've been working together?" Yes, they have. This is Neil Breen level conspiracies. And the warden's like, "Look, you guys have been giving me a lot of trouble. I was down with taking a third of this this diamond thing, but I want half." 
Yeah, and Sam, the hot-headed freak that he is, he's like, motherfucker. I thought he was going to pull his little gardening shears and stab him. I was like, oh, the the completion of that circle, like showing the two sides of Rucker. And, and it was like, no, and he just pulls a gun on him. But Noel comes in and lowers the gun and she's like, whispers in his ears like what's going on with noel she's got a power over people well yeah what happens is the warden goes you see this here pulls out a remote control i could blow up his head right now and then nobody gets the garage door opener it was but it worked because noel was like look, look sam we'll take half half, half of of something is better than thirds and nothing oh. and it, she does the math and he's like sam's like well yeah i guess you're right so Agree. They're going to give the warden half. And we go back to Tracy and Frank, and they're on foot wearing some interesting well, we Far s- East outfits. No, we see that this is like a little, like you said, now it becomes a comedy. Yeah. Where there's a just married, like a limo says just married, get it because it's weird like. They steal the suitcase out of it. But unfortunately, this was the Nigerian prince that everyone wants to give the money to everybody in their emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, and so they, they get these wacky, like, you know, like Indian, thing, you know, African <laughs> outfits. And we're supposed to be laughing because he's wearing a turban. And Doesn't work today. No. Not at all. Well, it, didn't off- it offended me because it was just dumb. Yeah. And they're like, you know, just walking along the road wearing these, like, billowy things. Or of course, you know, we got to get out of these ridiculous clothes. I, I don't know where they are, but we've saw people in the street view of the jewelry mart wearing like a wide range of clothes. So why is it like we we stick out like a sore thumb? It's like the, the well, collars. We don't know where they are. Maybe they're like in middle America where they don't, they don't, you're a terrorist if you wear clothes. Oh, you know what? If they went that route, I'd be like, okay, you got That's something. where all the prisons are. Rural areas. That's pretty true. It's mostly true. We try to build a fucking prison in downtown Detroit. So, yeah, they're like, we got to get some money. Got to eat. We got to get some clothes. How do we do that? They stumble on old West Town. It's just there. It's just a little pop-up, little Western town. I loved it. It had, like, the, t- the street with the, you know, the stores on either side of it and everything. And if you need money, where do you go? You go to the New Age shop. Who goes to the New Age stop for money? That's the thing. Nobody thinks about that. So there's plenty of money there. They're selling uh, crystals for $1,500. Not to mention the essential oils. And, I mean, come on. We're, they have had to go through so many COVID-like things in this future, wherever we're at. We know they've got the ginseng animals ready. I saw those in the in the case there. So they Yeah, got I, hey, uh... uh I saw the horse tranquilizer or whatever it was that Joe Rogan uses. That was on the shelf. Yeah, the Joe I- Rogan. Ivermectin. Yeah. Ginseng enema. That's all you need. Yeah, I, I already wrote Joe. I, okay. I told him about that. He's a good friend. Well, he's a little upset at us, but that's why I had a Well, because we, we, we're the number one podcast now. He used to be. We supplanted him with Rucker Hauer month. Yeah. Because nobody had the balls to do it. Yeah. And then the worst part I is... You know how many podcasts have, con- have like contacted me on the download? They say, don't mention my name, and I won't. I wish I had the balls to do a Rucker Hauer month. Yeah, I me, wish you did too. Me. We, I, I, we did. I can't even do one on my own show. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Just joining in. See? Who's yep. willing to risk his life to do this? That's how important Rucker Hauer month is. And how it's <laughs> going to just change the way you look at podcasts. <laughs> so they go to the New Age shop. And Rucker's like, 
I'll distract her. You go to the cash register. Perfect casting for this woman, by the way. She she filled out the crystal mommy role perfectly. And he's like, I would like some crystals, please. And she's like, well, I have some. Let me show you. There are three right here. I Hold on. Close your eyes. Breathe into my face. Yes, I feel your aura. Let me tell you. The John Edwards, let me... Let, I feel, I feel an essence over here. Yes, this crystal is calling for you. Is there a P associated with you? P? A P? Well, a man peed on me recently. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. The urine, it still smells from your hair. It wafts off you. This is the crystal for you. Crystal Mom is getting way into it. So she's completely distracted. And yeah, and while she's doing that, Tracy's breaking in. It's, it's like... They're, they're, Five feet away, and she's just getting in the cash register. Cha-ching! Did the classic sound effect. <laughs> she's so into her spiel, because these new age people, once they get the spiel started, they're mesmer- they mesmerize themselves. Yeah, it, it's, it's like when I start talking Twin Peaks theory with somebody, and yeah. they go along with it, and then I'm just like in another world. That's, yeah. that's yeah. what happened to her. We've all been there. Yeah, Tom and... Hardy's dick, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's like, well, I would like this one. Well, that's only $1,500. And then Tracy did it piss. She's got to piss on everybody's parade. The fucking rock. The fuck out of here. And she just shows the wad off just to rub it in as they walk up. Did and, she? Yeah, she did. She had this yeah. big watch. The, 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 you know, it's like, this is where they're like spoon feeding the audience. Like, she got the money. Oh, man. So they walk out. They Hold go, on, Stuart. Do you laugh at this scene, too? No. Because it was too, <laughs> as, as you just said, it's too ham fisted. It's like, okay. Why would why would a shop that sells crystals for like thirteen hundred or fifteen hundred dollars be in a little pop up town? That is not going to survive long as a business, is it really? Right. It's probably one of those like rich people like art kind of towns. You know you what? Know? You know what it is. Um, Aren't they in Austin at this time? Aren't they? I don't know. They because were going the brewery to... was called Austin Beer. I, I don't know if that, that could have just been a name. That would no. that would make some. It seems yeah. like they're down south somewhere. Like yeah. you said, that's where all prisons are. You know what I really like is that show Super Jail. Um, this this little tourist city, it's uh, Mackinac Island. Oh, great! Where touch. it's just it's like a complete fucking. That, that explains why there are no cars anywhere. Yeah, no buses. Exactly. It's it, it's a complete manufactured little town there to just sell you garbage and fudge. <laughs> well, speaking of garbage, apparently there's a Garth Brooks uh, store there because they got Garth <laughs> Brooks collection, like. <laughs> And like Frank's, like I got a head because there's a mannequin wearing this god awful Garth Brooks shirt. Yeah, he noticed it before they got the money, and he turns to Tracy and goes, "We need money," because he's like, "I can't steal this beautiful outfit." You know, I got to make sure to take my time and get the one that fits my figure perfectly. And yet, ten minutes before, there? he said, "We've got to get out of these stupid clothes," and that's his. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good one. That was good. That was a good. That was a good one. Right. And so they got their Western wear. They're they blending in. Well, she's not wearing Western wear. She got she's got like the moccasin boots, but she's got like uh, tights like women wear today. And then this weird jacket where I was like, "What the fuck is yeah, it was this like jacket?" A corset type thing. Yes, it was like corset low. And then where her boots would be, it suddenly turns into this pillowy thing. Like, what the fuck was it? Is that Seagal wear? <laughs> <laughs> The Gaul and uh and Garth Brooks got together at a brief moment and <laughs> oh had a collection. Oh my god! Oh, the Sensei Cowboy wear. So they get a hotel room. Tracy's like she's ready to bone. Like she said, she's horny as fuck. Yeah, is it? Is this when she's like running around with just? No, that's later on. Mm-hmm. 
She was where she was close. She's like Frank is in the bathroom. Look, he's like trying to see how this uh, the the collar works. Yeah, he's fucking with it. Tracy's watching TV. I think they're mentioning that guys are wanted criminals they got their pictures up there what in the fucking mug shot he had the fucking samurai hair did you notice that like where, I didn't. what was that going on? i didn't notice that That's and funny. while they're watching it and he, she's like what are you doing he's like nothing nothing and he's like fucking with the collars i'm brushing my teeth you're sure doing it a long time mm-hmm. they didn't even buy teeth brushes toothbrushes yeah why are they called teeth brushes because you're brushing your teeth <laughs> I didn't mean it. But no, it's true. Like you're onto something here. It should be teeth brushes because you're brushing. You're not brushing just a tooth, unless you're your buddy uh, Dennis. But <laughs> anyway, while that's going on, the innkeeper is also watching this news program, and he sees. He's like, I recognize those people. So he calls in the cops. Yeah, yeah. And uh, before we go to sleep here, we learn that Tracy wants to go to Sterling City. Some reason she's like what? it's on the way. To, first of all, where are they going somewhere? Because she's like, hey, it's on the way. I imagine Sterling City being in Colorado. It's everywhere. It's somewhere in America. It's Springfield. Somewhere in the future. Somewhere yeah. in America. Yeah. It's Springfield. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, we got now we got the police involved in the situation. Yeah, next night, next morning, the police surround the hotel. And they're walking out, and they just start shooting, opening fire. Well, they call they they do call them out, so they come out mm-hmm. hands up. They're like, "All right, we've been we've been had. It's no big and deal." It, and then some sneaky little sword saw. We see who that is. Is taking shots at the police. So then the police open fire. Oh, okay. Who is that sneaky little so and so? That's the dude. That my girl the Noel. Yeah, and the dude at the Warriors, isn't it? Yeah. Sam. Yeah. Huh. Mm. They're working with, remember, they're working with the warden. They want to create yeah. chaos. And so they just run away. Like, perhaps uh, let them run away. Yeah. And when they're running away, Frank manages to grab a gun. Maybe a cop got shot by Sam. And they yeah, yeah, that's, gun. yeah that's what happened. They picked it up off the ground, run off with yeah, the gun. Yeah, that's, what, uh, that's yep. what I thought happened here. Yeah. Mm. So, like, okay. The cops just let them go. They just run off, scurry <laughs> off. Yeah, I'm, I'm like thinking here, like, this is weird. Why are they fucking going for, why are they just letting them get away? Do they just like killing cops? I mean, I, everything I've understood about Noelle in this movie tells me she would just like to kill people, so. Yeah, the, the cops were looking at Rutger going, look at his hair, look at what he's wearing. That guy needs to be in a special hospital. We can't possibly shoot him or we're going to end up on the news headlines. Ooh. It was just sad. They were just shaking their head. They're like, "What happened yeah. to Rucker?" What oh, happened? wow! This is interesting. So, sometime in the future, our police force actually knows not to just murder. It like, finally yeah. happened. It finally, yeah. police reform finally happened. It finally happened. Oh, wow! Sometime in the future, Griff. This is that's, how that's basically what they this like. film is. It's just bonkers. yes. <laughs> that's the sci-fi part of this film. Yeah. <laughs> so oh apparently, there's a John Lennon Park. Yes. And there's a huge bus to this park yeah so he notices the buses so uh uh tracy grabs a hat and a scarf covers herself yeah uh rucker tells her you need to be in disguise gives her a hat and a scarf says put that on get in line for that bus and then he what what does he even do he just stands off in the background or does he go into the store to try to store for some reason is he looking for tools because he keeps telling us he needs tools yeah it could have been it because he wanted to take off the neck 
I think he does. We'll no, he, buy, he buys a watch later. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. And she runs in. She, she's about to, like, get on the bus. She sees cops, so she gets in where they put the Yeah, but we see that on the bus is another woman wearing the exact white bri- wide-brimmed hat with the same purple Very scarf. Very popular look in 19... 19- Somewhere in the future. Somewhere in the future. Time in the future. Don't say 1991. No, I won't. And then uh, Rucker comes out. I guess he didn't have the tools he needed. So maybe he had to take a piss. Who knows? Who knows? And he sees that woman, you said, who he believes is Tracy. Yeah, the doppelganger. And the bus takes off with Tracy in the the baggage compartment. Remember, 100 yards. 100 yards. So he commandeers. He pulls a gun on another bus driver. Mm -hmm. says, follow that bus. Because he's got a gun. Right, and we get some we get some bus hijinks. They finally make it to the John Lennon Park area, which is a which is on the grounds of an abandoned zoo, apparently, because they mentioned that. Right. So our doppelganger woman gets off one bus onto another bus. Rucker sees that and is like, "Fuck, Tracy! I'm coming to get you!" And so he jumps on this other bus. Tracy's getting out of the luggage of the other bus and yelling at him, Frank, I'm over here. Frank, hello, Frank. But she's got one of those voices that he just yeah. doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> He's got one of those Karen voices you tune out. It just, it's Frank! Like, oh, Frank! So I just called this scene in my notes, bus hijinks. Because it, was. I, oh. it was hilarious because she's running behind the bus. It's a tour bus, so it's going slower. And it's also a lot of turns. A lot of like curves. over here, John Lennon gets shot in the face. Over here, <laughs> there's the monkey cage from the old zoo. <laughs> and he's in on the bus. He's like looking for her. And he, of course, the woman's in the back of the bus. He's got to go through all these people. Meanwhile, Tracy's running after it. We've got fucking yakety sax playing in the background <laughs> to make it funnier. And Stuart, he, this seem funny? Yes. Because she's she's following the bus, running around the corners, just cut cut across, cut across the park. It would just save you. Uh, the the whole uh, ge- the geography of it just really annoyed me. Uh, I know how to cut corners and take shortcuts. She clearly has not got a damn clue. Let's follow the exact route of the bus. No, let's cut across that field. Works better. Stupid woman. <laughs> it gets up to the woman, grabs her, spins her around. You're not Tracy. He's been so, like, hands-off with Tracy, and suddenly he's, like, fucking groping her head and everything here. Yeah, he rips her hat off and all that. What, would happen, if she, what would happen if she was called Tracy, though? She'd be like, yeah, yeah. That would have really confused it, and then the film would have been 20 minutes longer then, because he'd be like, uh, are you? Okay. And the <laughs> episode, in our episode, it'd be 40 minutes longer. So thank God be. they did that. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> So he sees Tracy running along out back. So he's like, stop the bus. They get off. Collars. Again, the logic of the uh, the collars, like they beep. Both the matching collars beep when the person starts to get within, you know, outside of that hundred or if it's 10 and then five and it keeps getting more, uh, the beeps getting more consistent as you get closer to the hundred. And so hers, it, it just sounds like it's about to be done. It's about to flatline. It's about to explode. She can't run anymore, but come around the corner with that beautiful Prince Valiant hair, sun shining, just beautiful, how it bounces off his blonde hair. Good breath. Yeah. Cut to the next scene. <laughs> Great dialogue <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> we decided to camp out in this abandoned zoo. 
So now we're going to finally get why she wants to go to Sterling City. We get the backstory of Trace. He's, he's too adorable to be a real criminal, right, Griff? Absolutely. She's got that fucking soccer mommy hair spunky and everything. Oh, no. She's so spunky. She's got the moccasins and the tights before it was cool. She's wearing something of the Garth Brooks Sensei Seagal line. Like, who does that? Tracy does that. And she's like, he's like, why were you in prison? You're so spunky. Well, I had a pound of heroin. I bust with a pound of heroin. It wasn't, it wasn't mine. Yeah. Let me tell you my story. I, a lowly waitress, was dating the son of a senator. One of the Kennedys. And their highfalutin family did not like that. Yep. I was a peasant to them. So they took me out to Lake Wakahaka. What, what's the lake called in that movie where they murdered the girl? Hakalubi, something, you know. What? Hakalubi. Hakalugi. <laughs> One of the Kennedys. Uh... He didn't murder anybody. He, he crashed a car and left like a coward, left the woman to drown. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's some, some sort of murder, though, isn't it? No. That's like by negligence, it ain't murder. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's, it's Lake Minnetonka, where you purify yourself like Prince did. Like Prince did, yes. And no, so she's So like, we're in beautiful Minnesota. Oh, she was from... We're, we're everywhere. We're, like, <laughs> we're in Springfield. We're all over this place. You want to go to Capital City. And so she's like, yeah, they, uh, they didn't <laughs> want me with their... I was too lowbrow for them. So they just planted heroin on me, and I'm in pri- I was in prison. Two pounds. Rucker's reaction to this was pretty great. He's just like, two pounds for a little girl like you? Tell you now, maybe. And then we get Abbott and Costello show up. These night guards, man. We really didn't need the scene. We didn't. They hear something, they run off, and it made me very angry. Oh, the next day, we're at the docks. Ominous. Hello. Now we're like around the ocean. Like, where the fuck are we? Right. Are we? Right, I, I couldn't tell. I you. don't know what time we are or where we are. Are we at Lake Minnetonka? We somehow get from the south up to the north in like no time at oh, all. Oh, they hitch a ride with a creep. He makes sure she sits where the gear shifts between her legs. That's what was happening. Oh, Mike yeah. is just eating it up. He's laughing at her. He's like, ah, he's gonna grab your pussy. He's gonna put <laughs> Trump on you. He's gonna. Oh Jesus. And but he doesn't. He just he insinuates he will. He's half a gentleman. Oh, is that why he had his tongue out and well, he was winking at her? Oh, well, she, she got a ride. Yeah. Oh, she got a ride out of it? Oh, you mean the car ride? The car ride, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know what so Tracy they... did, dude. She said the 55-year-old man with Prince Valiant hair <laughs> and fucking craggy faces. Maybe she's into truckers, too. She's into everybody. I'm not trying to say Tracy's wrong for being into that style, man. You know, hey, whatever. different strokes, different folks. Exactly. She got turned down by a beautiful senator's son. Maybe she wants to move on to an older gentleman. With They're a at the docks. Frank is like, I have to go into this store, which was clearly 100 yards farther away, but we're not going to. She makes a phone call. Yeah. Not only, like, much like in a split second, it's the future, no cell phones. Yes. I'm okay with that about the future. I don't care. It's an alternate future. It's a multiverse. Much Fine. Like, much like uh, Marvel's getting with it. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm good with seeing cell phones in movies. She calls up. What? Who's she calling? The warden? What the fuck? <laughs> she's in on it dude she wants to get out of prison 
the she's like because I the whole prison break was the warden's idea, Griff. Yeah, I, and therefore the stick was a plant, wasn't it? It wasn't a plant. Well, obviously, it was a plant if it was a stick. But somebody planted the stick there, I think, so that she could crack the the collar and and get out. I Perfect. think it was wow. set up. That's why I mean, it's polished and perfect. That's that's uh, 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 yeah. That'd be an incredible coincidence if he actually decided to go for the stick to murder a man with it. Sir. I just thought they knew he was going to be to, be beaten to a bloody pulp, and they needed the uh, uh, the emergency wagon there to pick him, pick up the pieces of Frank. But no, they needed him to escape to run to the diamonds. Right, but yeah, yeah. very complex plan. Very complex yes. plan. Like so you were right, suspects, but with shit hair, isn't it? This film. <laughs> you were right not to trust the th- woman who looks like a third grade teacher, Griff, because yes. she is in cahoots because she wants to get out of prison. Yeah. So uh, I, I guess he went into that shop to get these tools. Where are these tools he needs? Yeah. Still working on that necklace. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you know what? Let me tell you my story. I was, I was in the Navy. We're just hanging out on the docks, kind of, kind of sitting on the dock of the bay. Yeah. Wasting, t- wasting our time. They are. Because he tells him his story. It's like, I was in the Navy. My dream was to start a diving school. <laughs> and I met this beautiful woman named Noelle. And she says, hey, I can get you the money for it. He's just a humble whatever the fuck he is. What? This is how we met Noelle? Yes. Oh, my God. Worst. And she's like, Damon, that'll fund your diving school. And he's like, I'm all in. Ass. And so that's what happened. That is Frank. He's actually a good guy. He's not a criminal. He's not a career criminal. He was just one time <sighs> thing. His, I think his buddy Sam knew Noel because him and Sam go back a long time. Mm. You know, Sam, he likes, he thinks I was near to well. So okay. he picked up, he probably had a massage parlor of Noel. <laughs> but the police are hot on their trail because, of course, they're on their trail. It seems like they're being tracked somehow. He hasn't quite figured it out yet. For a smart man who reads popular science, he hasn't figured out He's how they're being like, tracked. You know, that's, that's the classic thing. Your book. That's a good point, Murray. Oh, so he's like, shit, well, let's find us a boat. And they find a boat. Of course, the keys are in the end. Well, they weren't in the engine. They were in the little visor you have to put down. So oh. they put the visor down. There's the keys. It's got the nice little floating device on it. They pop it in there. And they start uh, boating off. Because right. it's not driving. It's boating, right? Mm-hmm. You don't say driving yeah. off. So they're boating off. They're in those waves. Everything's looking good. They they put on some nice uh, uh, Jay Win- Winwood. What's that guy's name? Steve Winwood. Back on the high life again. A little air supply. Air supply. They got great boat music is what I'm trying to say here. And uh, he's like, hey, it's, it's great. Sterling City's right on the way to this place. I don't know where we're supposed to. Why are they going? Just happened to be a map right there. And Sterling City was circled. Like, Rucker really should have been tipped off that something's happening in Sterling City. He's like, we don't have time for that. Oh, really? Well, you have time to die? And she just jumps off the boat. Mm. And uh, you notice, like, she jumps off, she's wet, and then when she's floating, her hair's dry. Yeah. Continuity bullshit. I I don't know. Stuart's probably still laughing at this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing at the fact that just let her drown. I would have sort. I would have pulled. I would have pulled the boat up next to her, let her drown, fished her body into the boat, and then driven off to get me diamonds. Problem solved. That's probably That's why you'd me be a bad person, grandma? isn't it? I'd be an amazing <laughs> person. Yep. Yep. You'd be a. Yes. You don't negotiate with terrorists, and you don't give in to blackmail by people jumping off the back of a speedboat. It's like it's two rules. You're not third grade teacher. Yeah. 
But apparently, he didn't learn that lesson. He he gives in. He's like, all right, we'll do it. We'll stop at Sterling City. I mean, he's trying to put that cookie crunch uh, exterior on himself. And now, what we learned why she wants to go to Sterling City because her fiance. You say fiance in uh, in English. Yep, you say fiance because it's a French word. Evan's <laughs> 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 so. very soothing for me because usually I'm the one getting talked down to. You just got talked down to. It happened to you. <laughs> I, you know, it's my last ever episode on my last ever guest appearance well, on this after yeah, my yeah, yeah, from tonight, is. so I'm going to enjoy it. We're gonna fi- Murray's going to go in and fix these numbers. The episode's not going to oh. make it off or something. Headingly, <laughs> prepare the acid pit. Yes, I'm going in the acid bath, and then uh, yeah, Murray's going to piss all Get over the me. the proper pH balance for a Scotsman. Don't worry, Stuart. I'll give you the diabolic uh, super suit. Right. You'll just Come swim in, in the acid. Just get me a manky old sandwich as well. I'll be happy. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be the first punishment, floater. We're going to get floaters for our fucking guests. <laughs> yep. We already talked about how much of a treat that'd be for everybody but you. Why would it be a treat? Because floating and oh, oh, you just don't no, get it. I don't get it. And I want, in, you know what I want to get? This movie over. You can be in prison and you can be terrorized, beaten up, stabbed and whatnot, chased around by some school teacher looking woman who used to be married to Tom Cruise. Or you can hide out in this nice little sort of enclosed space where nobody bothers you. All right, so I'll let that. you guys... I'll let you guys hang in the floaters where I'm banging people during magic hour. <laughs> all right. We we learned a little while ago when Murray lost his power, he does not do well with existential crises. Like we could we can handle it. We know who we are. Murray doesn't know who he is. He's very confused. So if you don't do well with crises, how are you coping with this episode? Are you doing okay? Do you need to take a break or are you doing all right with it? <laughs> it's it's gonna be trauma Forget. for you. He's got a wet rag wrapped around his neck right now. He's trying to plow through. We keep stopping him. All right, As Murray. I was saying. On the gas, Murray. Her fiance was getting married in Sterling City. That's why she had to go to Sterling City. And she knew the exact day. It was just, it just so happened to be the right day. Microwave timing. <laughs> so while that's going on, we notice that Sam and Noel are on the docks watching them. Because yeah. nothing good happens on the docks. Yep. So they are going to follow them to Sterling City. On... Apparently, like they're going west. We'll follow them in a car to their on their boat. Don't worry about it, microwave. Yeah. Well, I'm saying I'm not talking about the timing. I'm like they're going. All they know is they're going west. Yeah, that means they know they're gonna. They're in a car. They're not in a boat. I could see them following them in a boat. Yeah. How are they following them in a car? Tracker. They knew that was the boat they were gonna steal. <laughs> Yes. They have them tracked. Do they have a Spider-Man like tracker that shoots out? And they have them tracked by the collars. They still have their collars Oh, on. that's right. I forget about the collars. <laughs> I forget the whole point of this goddamn <laughs> movie. That's because we started talking about it about four hours ago. <laughs> yes, it's very true. Uh, I, I warned every listener. I said, these are going to be long out. This so, is true. I warned you. Anyways, Tracy is going on. For some reason, Rucker, who has been offended by women ever since Noel shot him, which, well, okay, whatever. Three times. Three times. Uh, every shot missed the shoulder. I'm sure you appreciate it. But that. it also missed the heart, lung, yes, and spleen. He did spell that out. <laughs> um, but he goes up. There is like a, a, a hostess for the wedding, and he lays a fat one on the hostess woman. Then he's like, yeah, I'm in the wedding. I'm uh, Smith right there. Right. Yeah. Great play. <laughs> well, it works. 
But why does he even need to do that? Because anyways, Tracy is just storming down the aisle right up. They're just about to do the I do's, and she steps right in. Yeah, I'm cutting in here. Uh, look, I teach third grader. I know the graham cracker logic of this world. I need to tell you something. Why didn't you call me back? And she got, starts freaking out. And then he's just looking at his dad because he's born with a silver spoon in his mouth. He's that whole Creedence Clearwater song. I ain't no senator's son. He is a senator's son. This is the people Creedence Clearwater hate. So this motherfucker is like, well, my dad said he took care of you. Gave you money and told you to just go away. You know, maybe join the Navy, learn about, like, uh, microwave timing or something. That offends Tracy. Because she didn't go away with money. She got sent to the fucking camp holiday. Right. He's like, I didn't know about that. He's like, well, no, yeah, you were just fine with me just getting booted yeah. in your life. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. And then he looks at his wife, and or, well, soon to be, and he says, well, look at this, and look at you. What, you don't teach third grade. Why do you keep telling people you teach third grade? Ugh. Oh, she. I think she punches the oh, yeah. fiance. She punches him. And then the security arrive. Because the security are always nipping at their heels. Right. And they grab, grab Tracy, take her, put her on an elevator. Frank, 30 yards. He attempts to get, get, get into the elevator, oh, but there's other police holding him back. The police are okay with him afterwards. They're just like, whatever. I think he does have to kick uh, the officer in the balls or something. Yeah. So he has to... Uh, he's, on the, he's on the 43rd floor, so he has to hightail it down 43 flights of stairs. And this is a later day, little chunkier rocker. <laughs> so he's huffing and puffing. He did it in split second, too. He could all, he can do up four flights in split second. This is 43. That's a good point. Split second, so what he did there. Nice callback. Hold on. Uh-huh. Yeah. A better movie. <laughs> and uh, so we get the thing. You got to stop. My fucking head's going to explode. I have a bomb on my neck. Lady, what are you talking about? And she's like trying to stop the fucking elevator. <laughs> and fucking Frank's going down the fucking. He's rappelling down the building because well, he saw outside there was well, like he's got wires. He, he's no because he's there's no way he can run down 40 yeah. flights of steps. So he just throws a trash can like through a window. Yeah. Happens to see. I guess they're like window washers. Window and, washing. Yeah. And he rappels down and. Re- it's very tense. We're getting down to the first floor. The the collar is just beeping so consistently. You th- it's just like that bus scene earlier. You're thinking that they're about to explode. The police finally listen to her as the you know elevator opens. They call it in. They're like, this lady has a bomb. So everybody is clearing out of the main floor of this building that they're in. Giving Rucker, who has just crash landed and like... I'm around well, we get elevator. a little suspense because she's like, and she's like thinking she's going to die alone. And all of a sudden you see him rappel down. He's like, Nick a time. Nick a time. In a split sec. So, yeah. So they, they fucking avoid dying one more time. They just walk around the block. The police do not give a shit about finding They literally anymore. just go in an alley and the cops don't see him. They're, they're invisible. Yeah. And Frank. But a Rottweiler and a small child didn't. <laughs> I know you saw it! (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. So, anyways, Frank's just like, I'll go find us a vehicle. You stay here. Look inconspicuous. And, uh, yeah, they end up jumping into a newspaper newspaper delivery truck. Yes, which don't exist sometime in our future. Our present, they don't really exist, but they still exist sometime in the future. 
And it's not only a newspaper delivery truck, it's also a place where they develop film because there's a red <laughs> light. <laughs> well, it was the red flaps on it. And then the sunlight coming through. I don't know why it was red flaps. I maybe that helps the ink. Doesn't sunwash it. But they notice they're like, "Hey, we're on the front page," and that this, all of a sudden gets a burning in the loins of Frank. He's just gets turned on because they're sleeping, and then he's like, "Ever notice the <laughs> Those mom jeans really flatter her, flatten her ass. <laughs> so he gro- squeezes her ass. Yeah." And we see her hand reach out, and you think she's going to slap him or something. She grabs it, and then she, like, you know, makes sure he gets a good fistful of whatever third-grade mom ass she has there. And, yeah, really, really hunkering down. And then they're, like, holding hands, and uh, then we get a nice, beautiful shot here. Because maybe Roger's like, I'm, I'm with Tom. Cruise, or will be in the future. I've seen or my in the future. Past. I think they were, or in the past, they were yeah, divorced by now. Yeah, um, yeah. okay. I've been with Tom Cruise. There's no way I'm getting down with 85 year old Rucker Howard. Way. <laughs> so we just get a shot of, uh, like her so, kicking uh, her I'm moccasins just off. So bad for Rucker because he's not younger than me in this fucking. Movie. Probably, yeah. Well, hey, he's probably yeah, abusing he led, his he body. A, a rut, rut, Rucker life. <laughs> rut row. No, no, they fuck in the the truck. Yeah, and then they stop at a nice B and B. Yeah, this is where the newspapers were being it's dropped like a off. B and B slash dojo. I had, I got a dojo vibe <laughs> off of this. Place. This bedroom where it was a raised floor <laughs> in the middle of the room, yeah. and then the mattress was just sitting on it. That was yeah. that was interesting. Still and a pretty cool. Now room. he's super horned up. He wants to fuck constantly, and like a classic broad, once you want it. No, 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 no. We're not fucking anymore. Jesus Christ. And, you know, and so they just, uh, he's like, he makes a call to his friend Jasper, who we've never heard of this entire movie. Apparently, he's got the dive. It's like, and she's like, and remember, she's still working for the ward. She's, she's conflicted now because she just got boned by him. Yeah. So she's like, I kind of want to save him and be with him, but right. I want this collar off my fucking neck, and I don't want to be in prison. Like they're 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 in bed together. She's just got a, a t shirt on. You know, she's got their her ass white out here. Cotton pants. <laughs> Stop. Riff's got an issue with the word pants. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. So it, it they they both fall asleep because it's been a rough week. They fucked on newspapers, Murray. Yeah, that's gone, so, yeah. so of course she doesn't want to bang again right now. Also, uh, do you think Rucker would really fuck? He's fifty five years old. He's probably got to take his meds. He's by forty no. at this time. He was he was forty six when he was doing this film. Oh no! <laughs> and I, I can guarantee you, I'm forty seven. I can still fuck on newspapers. <laughs> well, he did fuck on newspapers, and I can go for a second round. He just, on a dojo bed. He just needed <laughs> a nap. He just needed that. He probably had one of those it nice soggy fucking on a futon. Is pretty sad. I'll say that much. Well, you can do it. Okay, so we're coming to, it's the next morning, the sun is just beating in their little room, it's beautiful, the birds are chirping, the deer are feasting, Noel, Noel, Tracy, she's she's wide awake, she's just staring, and she's biting her lip, and when you're biting your lip, you know, you're trying to figure out, can I do this, this perfect man behind me, just gross, <laughs> 
I was farting up a storm in that bed from all those awful cheese sandwiches he's been eating. He developed a taste for it. He's just eating cheese, a uh, package. Soggy cheese, man. He <laughs> dips him in water now. He's, he's Kobayashi. He's Hold on. Stuart, you still laughing here? You still <laughs> yeah, enjoying this movie? I'm still trying. Yeah, no, I was actually. I, I did look at it and go, how long has this got left? But I was still enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, where are we gonna go from uh-huh, here? Aha, Mister! I, what did you do to me? You love this movie. Yeah. So I there's think. a nice little. <laughs> I, I watched there's this a... film on a 140 inch projection last night. By the way, full size wall mm. through a sound <laughs> All the crags in his face. I, yeah, I really. Yep, Excuse all me, the... all the crags in his face. <laughs> 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 a lot of crags in there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of crags. But you got That's that's your very own kind of deprivation tank. Is just being in a little room with a hundred forty inch projection of uh, the craggy face of Rucker Howard. So, like you said, Tracy's just that, that existential crisis. She just had sex with Rucker Howard <laughs> at forty six, and she starts hearing a beeping, and she's freaking out, and he's like. Uh, he's like, Ugh, he would fucking Arcus just goes over her. <laughs> so you're doing that too? He's like, oh, it's just my Casio keyboard watch I, I bought. She thought it was he's a tinker. No. <laughs> oh. oh my god. And so they, he's like, they set up the meeting with Jasper, who's got the diamonds. So Gracie goes downstairs. She's gonna, she's gonna make the call to the warden. She oh, knows yeah. where the diamonds are. I'm gonna go get coffee. She's gonna make that call, or is she? Or we're gonna learn well, a lot. She picks right up now. the receiver, and then she hangs up. She's like, "I can't do it to this guy. He's great." Just if she turns around, Sam and Noel pop up, and like, <sighs> like you were gonna make a call, weren't you? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Uh huh. And then so they're like, they threaten her. They're like, "Butter fucking, you know." Let us know what's going on. You, you shake that little third grade ass of yours. Get that guy talking because Tracy's not, not telling him anything. He hasn't told me about the diamonds yet. I'm getting really close, though. I slept with him, and uh, right before you, you know he, he came, it was like two minutes, but right before he did, he, he pretty much almost told me the location. So if I bang him a couple more times, he'll tell him. He'll tell him. They let her off. They're like, all right, but you better tell him. So she goes up to Frank. She's like, Frank, I got to tell you the classic movie thing. I got to tell you something that'll take five seconds. We don't have enough time. Jasper's here. And Jasper shows up, black guy with the cowboy hat. And he's like, hey, go. I, I, I got the diamonds. I'll take you to it. So they're driving. And Jasper's like, I mean, Frank's like, I can't believe you didn't sell me out, dude. He's yeah. Like, like, I would never sell you out for $25 million. Twelve million is more than enough for Jasper. Jasper's just fucking salt of the earth. Love him. He's a homebrew. He's an IPA guy. I, I mean, I think his brewery <laughs> is abandoned, but yeah, he is. Well, he's 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 like uh, retrofitting it or whatever they call it. You know, he's rehabbing. Gonna, he's it. gonna turn it into an apartment. Oh, he's it's gonna be like a restaurant and a brewery. Oh my god, he's got big ideas. Twelve million, twelve and a half million dollar ideas. Those places, there's just like a dime a dozen nowadays. So I love Jasper's little tour, and this is my next big laugh, is that he is giving the most nonchalant tour. He's just like, yep, this is where we uh, put some stuff for mats, and, you know, they're like green things, and you put them in there and for a while, and then he's... Tortoise to trace of course, because he's a black guy, they're going to do artisanal malt liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'll never be able to host Jeopardy. Damn it. 
So yeah, that would be a great idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Murray Richards, yourself, artisanal malt. Liquor. Oh my god! <laughs> get, <laughs> make sure to go get fucking Billy D. Williams and re. Oh, you better believe it. And reinvent. Days fool you. <laughs> Wait, is that another one of the ads? It's King Cobra. He did oh. Colt 45. I don't know what the Colt 45. Um, works every time. I think yeah. It <laughs> it, no, it was I. We used to have those billboards up down uh, Telegraph. So, like you said, he's giving them the bargain basement tour. Like, that does something. I don't know. I, I There's some water in there. I drank it. It tasted good. <laughs> it tasted know. okay. Let me get you diamonds. I love this, though, because he says, no one cares about how this shit is made. How it gets you buzzed. And I've is been that- on beer tours. Oh, go ahead, Stuart. I was going to say, is that a comment about the movie, do you think? Nobody cares yes. how the shit gets made. It just gives you a buzz. That could sum up this entire movie, really. I you you're probably onto something there too. That's a, that's a good line to point out. He was going full Wings Hauser with that line, and the movie the the director didn't catch it. But no, I've been on beer tours. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit to even go on a tour. Yeah, but Jasper he's got it up on on the, like this ledge. He climbs up this ladder. And he. Pulls out a big uh, case. And just as he's about to come down, Noelle shows up and just shoots him in the back three times. That's her thing. Three times. Really is. She does it multiple times. So, got an OCD thing. I was just going to say, OCD. He's like, what the fuck? Why did you have to kill him? Like, I like to kill. What can I say? I'm going to take that fucking... I mean, she took out Jasper. She didn't manage to kill Frank, though, did she? I like to kill. No, you like to miss spleens. There's something about Frank. She just she wants to fuck him There's one last time. There's something about him because every woman in this movie wants to fuck him. Every woman. Was this a Seagal movie at first and he refused it? He's like, no. <laughs> yeah. it, might be onto something there. It is 1991, so he is very popular. That's Steven Seagal. They couldn't fit Anyways, him in the tank. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. The deprivation tank. <sighs> so, they, uh, this is where Frank is like, but. How are you still following us? How do you know where we're at? And then Noelle does the greatest little evil uh, move, and she goes over to Tracy, and she rustles her little third grader hair, and then she does a little a little Christmas cinema thumbs down with her. This is, this is my girl. This is my girl. Oh, God. I'm, I'm glad you know that image because uh, it's just so yeah. obnoxious. Yeah. And yeah, and this, do they they reveal that Tracy was with them, right? Yeah, th- this is that was Noel's way of saying mm-hmm. this is this is your rat right here. I bet Tracy's and, been giving you away. Uh, uh, Tracy gets this doomed look on her face, like I didn't mean to cross you. Then you gave me your sweet forty-six-year-old craggy dick, and I just <laughs> love you now. And so she's looking for a way out, and she happens to find. It's just like they walked into the Nickelodeon studio. There just happens to be a big... Someone said, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And there was a big comical rope right by her, so she pulls it. It Don't pull. Don't pull. There was a little placard that said, don't pull. And she pulled it. And Something like barley or some shit came out. Some some beer-related grain. Rotted old barley or something, yeah. And then the Yakety Sax kicks in again, and they do a little thing with their... Crawling across pipes. It's, they're and... just going across pipes and catwalks. Stuart, we're still laughing. <laughs> we are still laughing. Yep. 
still Very giggling good. like a mother. Yep. We're 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 we're, we're enjoying this beautiful double turn that's now going back the other right. way. And then Frank drops the case, and uh, Tracy, the the pipe she's standing on breaks, so she goes down, so she gets the case, so she's below him now. Okay. Sam catches up with uh, Frank. Yes. They're like struggling above this vat that they make beer in. I guess I'm assuming. It it, it ent- we learn it has water in it, but it's about uh, three inches of water. Yeah, it's about three. And it's inches. about hundred yards, I'd say high. <laughs> sure, hundred yards high. And we this is where we see how fucking insane Noel is because she just starts. They're like struggling. Noel just shoots it. Fucking okay. Frank. So so what happens is they end up get Sam and Frank get in a fist fight. Frank actually wins it and hip tosses Sam into the tank. He manages to grab onto oh, some, yeah, right. to something, but then uh, Noelle down below, she's got her gun. She loads up her three bullets, as she do, right. and she takes a shot and hits Frank from down below. Yeah, well, Frank is like, like Sam's like, Frank, come on, we're friends. Don't, he, don't kill me. And then Frank shows his humanity. He's like, I'm going to pull you up. Was he about to? Yes, he was okay. pull him up. Yeah. Which was one of my biggest pops for this movie. I was laughing really hard at that. And this is where Noel, as he's about to save Sam, Noel shoots him, and then they both fall into the vat. All hundred yards, land in three inches of water, yep. and somehow survive. Yeah. Well, well Sam's kind of fucked up. Frank's really used to this. this is, he's going back to the deprivation tank. He's just waiting for Emerald to come by and piss on him. He's like, got an apple, soggy sandwich out of his pocket. What if Noel actually came and pissed? On <laughs> would that have brought it full circle for yeah, everybody? I think us, yeah. everybody in that scene would have out of their craggy dicks. And so she's, she, he's like, he grabs Sam and uses his shield. He's like, you're not going to shoot me now because I got Sam. Puts her three bullets into her cha- in the chamber. Fucking kill Sam because Sam's like, "Hey, baby, you're not gonna kill me, are you?" Yeah, I, you know, he's like, he's like, and he's like, she, and then like they they do a bro down thing where he's just like, she is a crazy bitch, ain't she? Yeah, yeah they do. Sex is fucking amazing though. I did it for the pussy. I did it for the nookie. Did it for the. And nookie. she's like, I did it for the diamonds, and just fucking unloads those three bullets right into. Damn. And somehow, do you, do you want her back? No. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you please <laughs> take her back? Take her off my hand. For some reason, you can still use Sam as a shield, but he like Sam like falls off him, like because he's dead. He can't use him as a shield anymore. I would still use him as a shield. I don't know. Mm. All I know is, of course, there's like a vat down below, uh, a little escape hatch that he can get out. Tracy's helping him out. Uh, Noel just kind of like disappears, and Frank and uh, Tracy escape into a jeep. And go to some remote location. It looked like an abandoned little house at first. I don't know what the fuck they escaped to. Yeah. It was like a like a monastery or something. Okay. Like, like an Alamo type. And it I was thought. even weirder that we're about to learn that Noel somehow beat them out, got to their vehicle, knew they were gonna take that vehicle. like I Well no, they, they, that was uh that was Jasper's So they probably mm. I don't know why they would have put a track because they were planning on killing so, but well, they still need to find diamonds. Well, so. they could just take them with them. You got guns on somebody; you could just take them with you. you well, they're not gonna—they're not gonna show them where the diamonds at if they're being held under gunfire. These guys are hard, hardened criminals. They're just gonna be like, "Fuck you! We don't care. Kill us. You won't get the diamonds." It's the whole point of this movie up to this point, Murray. They're not hardened criminals. They're like the, the worst okay. Criminals. They're the softest they're like criminals. The three <laughs> no. Stooges. 
Okay, there's the three stooges, but still, it was the whole point. Anyway, I didn't want to. Okay. Let's get this done. Okay, let's get so this done. So, they're at the ruins of some, some monastery. Uh, Jasper told them where. Th- what happens is. I don't know where this scene ha- This happens before they go to the monastery. We have to tell the scene. Okay. The bag had tools, the tools he needed to get rid of the, the fucking yes. collars. We're forgetting. We totally. This movie, we've totally forgot about the collars. Even though this is the whole point of the movie, you have, yeah, no, but... no, because they're never like really talked about. They're like I said, hundred yards is very abstract in this well, movie. Well, you know, Stewart in his hundred forty incher there, um, screen. Yep. Also, maybe genitalia. I thought you were talking about Tom Brady's well. dick again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he probably saw that. I'm pretty sure a lot of scenes are now actually wearing their collars in between <laughs> yeah, them. I agree. Probably. But anyways, yeah, I don't think they were. Anyways, uh, but yeah, now they're in the monastery. Now he's got well, the. They're tools. not in the monastery. They're at like a. I thought they were at like a hotel or a hotel wherever they are. They're in this room. They got the two. The diamonds were not in the briefcase. The tools were. The tools and they were. always were. That's what. That's what they were for. Yes. But Jasper died because you can't Jasper. put a price on life and, and their freedom. You gotta. Hide the tools at your brewery. You can't just have them with you at the car and go. Here are the tools you needed. We knew you, the, the whole point of this is we knew you knew that we knew that you knew that we knew you knew. Oh, okay. it's a lot of that bullshit. So he talks her through on how to deactivate his collar. There's a moment where he looks in the mirror. He can't do it. He punches the mirror. He's like, I can't do it. You gotta do it. He slumps on the floor and he gives her his little tweezers and he's like, You have to do it. I'm just a third grade teacher. You have to do it. And so she, That's with his instruction, he she does they it. Solidify their bond. He she deactivates it, and then he deactivates hers. She whispered something in his chest. I didn't. I couldn't hear it. Now they go to the old monastery. Oh yes. Okay, this is what you were talking. Okay. And the, they got like a pirate treasure map <laughs> that Jasper gave him. Fourteen steps. Does it? Books it. Pulls it out. Jasper had fucking fenced the diamonds years ago. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what time. Like. What was the time between when he was shot and went to prison? I don't know. Like, it's like split second. I don't know what time it is. It's like two are. months. And he's got it in cash in Kinjitashi cases. So there's two Kinjitashi, 12 and a half in each case. And they're like, we got the money. Awesome. Then we see a chopper show up. Your favorite stealth helicopter. <laughs> right. Instead of nowhere. There's just like a tiny brick wall that it suddenly goes. Vroom! This is barely a building. It's just like a facade, like a doorway, no walls, no roof, chimney. Stuart, you want to help us out with this climax here? No. <laughs> so Ned Ryerson shows up with his baseball cap on, if I remember rightly enough. Oh, and, he's uh, got the trucker. That's a, that's a trucker cap. His mirror he's got his trucker cap on, yep. And yep. Uh, John, John Chen, she's there as well, isn't she? and she's managed a clothing change as well, I think. Like oh, she's always got a new outfit on. Yeah. Well, we like, learned at the beginning of the movie they're a quick changer. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I do love when they're flying over. She's just pointing a little pistol out. One, two, three. She takes three shots. She's always three shots. Oh, she did. Three shot Noel. And then this is all about give me the money, show me the money. The kind of a Jerry yep. Maguire type thing going there. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I, I think we can... <sighs> The, the thing, right, go back to the colors, dismantling those. How difficult was it? Other than put this one on the second one and put this one on the fourth peg. Those colors yeah. were pretty easy to dismantle. Just cut that cable. Done. There I mean, 
So, uh, what, so whatever we're doing in the future here, the technology is not that fucking intelligent because, yeah, they picked it apart in a second. And yeah. she does not have a trained surgeon hand, and she was able to do it. And, of course, they do the thing where they're like, they tell uh, Frank, you open the Kinjitashi. Because yeah. Frank needs access to it, so he can just go doop and dump his little bomb from his very, collar. Very, very important point. We've been right. arguing about how they have not been consistent about the collars and bringing up the collars. They are very consistent with the collars for this scene. They make it very obvious now that they're wearing the collar still, right. despite the yeah. previous scene where we see them remove them. So go right. on. He throws the little bomb. We don't use it at the moment. Puts yeah. it in the Kinjitashi. Well, I was surprised. I thought the warden was going to turn on Noel, but he's like, I'll take my half and you take yours. I love how he gets the bomb in there. You noticed. I know you noticed because uh, we are very familiar with Screaming Eagles. There is a Screaming Eagle going by in the background, and it just happened that the warden goes, oh, shit, is that a Screaming Eagle? I gave Rucker enough time to slowly put the bomb in the briefcase and close it. <laughs> Otherwise, he would have been caught because it's very obvious. So the warden takes his cut. I, like I said, he's an honorable man. Yep. He, he, he doffs his trucker cap. Trucker cap. And he's like, and like, uh, Noel's like, I'm going to stay behind and you know, clean up what's left here. You, you take off. Yeah, I'll just take the Jeep and go. So she's like, yeah, she's like, like well, I guess you're going to kill me. Here are the keys to this fucking Jeep. He's got a little change purse on it. What the fuck was that? I've never <laughs> well, seen that. Because you needed something that he could put the Hide it, yeah. yeah. But still, Obviously. I was like, what the fuck? So, well, he's, he's, so I don't know. Jasper was in a fuck. There we go. And he hands her the keys, and she's like, I got my three bullets. I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. And he's like, why? Why was I with you? What? What? You know. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck. I, I love Joe Chad. I loved her in this. So, <laughs> so the chopper takes off. I yeah, and Joan is or Joan. Noel is telling him, "You are a great fuck, but you are a terrible. You're not smart at all. Your dick was so craggy. You can work. <laughs> you can work the machine. You have a craggy dick. <laughs> yes. Why not?" <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Uh... She is uh, holding up the, the remote detonator slash garage opener now. Right. She's like, you're just, you're just not very smart. And she's looking at, uh, you know, Tracy telling him, like, I wish I could have given you more time to hang this beautiful specimen of human. But, look, I'm an evil bitch. I got to do evil bitch things. So she triggers the uh, garage alarm. And the uh, the helicopter immediately blows up. Right. And it, it takes a couple, a little delay. And then her collar, the the little keys that she has, finally start beeping, which she, like when she, when you get stabbed, you know, and you you should be able to shout out, but you can't. She's just so in awe, like you you fucked me, like you actually did it. You outsmarted me. She just turns and looks at the camera and blows up. Why didn't she just throw away like any half? Brained human being would do beeping out, beeping bad. Get rid of, yeah, no, right. Throw it towards Rockahower and Mimi Rogers. Right. If there was a deleted scene where she's playing hot potato and she just holds the potato, <laughs> then I'm like, okay, I get this character. But yeah, she was just like, shit. 
And uh, you know, you just bombs bombs can't even destroy a beautiful face like Joan Chen because it just it was like uh, Bronson's wife from the uh, Death Wish movie, where she just barely gets a cat scratch on her face, and she's like, "I'm hideous." That was Joan Chen's wounds. She well, was holding on to the bomb. Splattered. I mean, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The chest was all blown up. Fuck okay. that. Because he throws his Garth shirt on it. <laughs> Jacket. Jacket. And he's like, "Well, they so they they twelve and a half million bucks. They can still open that diving school." They could still open the diving school. And then he pulls in Tracy real close and says, Do you still want to be with me, little lady? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope is the right answer. But <laughs> she shoots him and takes the 12 million. There we go. And she's got 24 million now. No, because 12 and a half got to, blown up on the chopper. Oh, that's right, right. Because right. there's money floating down. There was a little gag they had. Oh, yeah. All right. That was it. We made it through. I'm exhausted right now. <laughs> let's uh, let's get a divorce from this episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No more wedlock. This is a separation. Oh, no man. more wedlock. But Rucker Howard month continues. Ugh. Next week, we're finally doing Rucker Howard movies I've seen. Okay. And you're and gonna say this is a contrast? He's back to being an action the, man. Yes. These are classic '80s rock. Ooh. And not only that, I can't believe. You know, our guests have pretty big balls, but this guy's the biggest. This is our first our debut of a guy. This is his first episode. He's going right in the lion's den. He's risking his life. He is, he is daring the fucking acid pit. Or Kill him. <laughs> it's our buddy. Well, I don't know. We haven't talked to him yet. I hope, he's our, <laughs> he, hope he becomes our buddy. Yeah, you might not like him. He's you might get, you know what, get on... off my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we could kick someone off right in the middle. But yeah. we won't because this guy's gonna be good. Because he's a Twitter. Fan. Name's Mel, but you might know him as at Robo Pope. I think you know him, uh, Stewart. Yes, Robo. He's gonna Pope. be on next week. I and he's. We're gonna be doing the classic Rucker Howard movie, Wanted. It or alive. Good Gene choice. Simon. Good choice. Mm. So I want to cut this shit short. We've been going way too long. See oh, you yeah. next week. Keep it <laughs> Rucker. Thank you, guys. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Stuart. <laughs> I'm just going to put the trunks on and get ready for this acid bath. <laughs> <laughs>